Well, back at it again, boys. Let your mind peel away the mysteries of the world. That's right. I'm talking deep. Frazzle drift deep. This is Whiskey, Beer, and Conspiracies Podcast. Oh, by the way, my balls is hot. Gentlemen, back for another one. Some good, back. good evening. Well, the only, oh. r- the real ones are back. Oh, oh, Apple Squad tonight. Not Apple Squad tonight. Chris is not with us. Chris uh, is stuck out in uh, Miramar. He has coronavirus. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's quarantined out there. Yeah, he has a 14, <laughs> 14 yeah. day required quarantine. <laughs> they just released like 400 passengers off of a Princess cruise ship. Did for, they really? They were in quarantine for like... Wasn't it in like Japan weeks? or something like that? Something like that. It was two weeks they were in quarantine. They had uh, that flight come in to Miramar from uh, from China. And uh, <clears throat> they stuck him in quarantine, you know. And uh, there was one guy that they released. He had a confirmed case of coronavirus, but they mis- they had a mistaken identity and discharged him. Yeah, you're all right. You're, you're all right, bud. Go for it. That sounds like bullshit. But how are you? Like, oh hey, uh, they said I had coronavirus, but they're gonna let me go. Yeah. Okay. See you later, guys. Okay. No, aren't you gonna be like, hey, I I, I have it. Yeah. You guys probably shouldn't let me go. Oh, uh, yeah, that's kind of – I call bullshit on that one, dude. Like, has it ever happened to you where you've been – there was a mistaken identity? At, like, Absolutely not. That doesn't, that doesn't happen with my – well, it does happen with minorities, but it's like reverse mistaken identity. You know what I mean? Yeah. Freeze. Black guy, you match a yeah. description. You're a black guy. Yeah. Freeze. The Zodiac four. The Zodiac killer? Freeze. Yeah. My, uh, not a black guy? My my buddy I work with, he said he was leaving um, one of the bars out and down the street from my house. Uh, he, he lives like five minutes. Was it Kelly's? No, it was uh, the landing. Quarter day. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> right across over there in El Cajon. Yeah. He's like, yeah, we walked out. We were drink. We were there all night, all night. We damn near closed the place down. We walked out, walked about maybe a hundred yards down the street, and like three ECPD cops rolled up on us and like arrested us and threw us on the ground. <laughs> And um, the bartender, I guess, came out to like have a smoke or something and realized all the commotion that was going on. And the cops were grilling my buddy and his friend. And the bartender walked up and was like, hey, what are you doing with these guys? They're like, oh, they matched the description. So he jumped on them. She's like, they've been here all night. They've been here literally since 6 o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> yeah, we always match a description. I was getting ready. One night I was over at Mike and Ash's, uh when they lived in their apartment years ago. And... Um, I was like, all right, I'm going to head out. And it's like 1130 at night and there's a helicopter overhead. Oh yeah. And, uh, Mike's like, Oh, what are they saying? And they're like, we're looking for a male, um, a black male, six foot, two inches tall or between six foot tall, six foot, two inches tall, wearing a black hoodie and blue jeans. And I was wearing a black hoodie and blue jeans. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I'm going to hang out here for a little bit longer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, you guys don't mind if I sleep on your couch, do you? <laughs> yeah. They're like, yeah, good idea. Just hang out here. Um, so anyways, before we get into a little bit of <clears throat> uh, backlog banter, if you will, um, to our listeners out there, thanks for listening to the show. As always, 
You can check us out on Spreaker, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, CastBox, Deezer, Podcast Addict, and Podchaser. Uh, we do have a YouTube channel now, by the way, boys. Oh, surprise. Uh, I started one today. There's nothing on it, though. So <laughs> if you go subscribe, you'll subscribe to the – you'll get to see the button, and then that's it. We'll send uh, <laughs> send out the uh, the login info for that to the group text so we can get on there and shake our tits for some cash. Yeah. Oh. So our, soon, um, soon to come is our uh, OnlyFans website, right, Brian? Okay. <laughs> okay. Good, good segue. Good segue. Okay. Before I go on a, a, on a rant about OnlyFans, um, I just want to say we have gotten a lot of uh, you know messages from some of our listeners and fans out there like what's going on with the show if you're listening to this episode this will be the sixth fifth or sixth fifth or sixth episode i think it's six um that we have basically pre-recorded um and that we haven't released a show in a while so if you're listening to this one you will now have all of them uh we're still trying to figure out the editing issues but Still, the show's still going. We have plenty of content. We haven't gone anywhere, and a lot of people have been asking us about it. Um, Probably the smart I, thing would have been to <clears throat> throw it on Instagram, but you know, yeah, yeah I, I'll I'll do something. I'll do I definitely do something tonight um, before I go to sleep. I I, I lost all the login info for the Instagram after I got my new phone. <laughs> um, it's all good. Uh, we'll take care of that so that way everyone kind of knows um, about what's going on with the show. We're still going. We're going to be starting on a YouTube channel once we get all this, you know, editing figured out, and then we, they can have this video for the show. Um, I will say that uh, it's just been a busy one, I think, for everybody. Yeah, um, especially with all the things that we're trying to get done with the show, and then not having a full uh, cast, if you will, for every episode kind of makes it a little tough. But um, we're still around, so we'll kick him. Uh, we we picked up a new listener. Did we? Uh, yeah, one of uh, one of Azure's clients, uh, Barbara, I believe is her name. And What's she up, Barb? And she's hey, Barb. Like, totally like, feel like I know these guys. Feel like I, I can know celebrities. So shout out, to, shout out to Barbara. Damn. So <laughs> well, so when do I show up? To, shit. When do I show up to Azure's shop and start signing autographs, right. dude? Yeah, no, hey. <laughs> dude, you should. You should just sit in a like a sit in a stool. Yeah. And, uh, start <laughs> just start signing titties everywhere. <laughs> oh, great! Great! Another good titty. Another good segue into titties. Okay, so here's my my Ooh, gripe. Hey. Here's my gripe with really only Brian's, Brian's ears. Is I'm so tired of seeing like Instagram models and uh, models of any kind that are on Instagram or they have only fans pages or whatever it's called that they try to give like inspirational pictures of their tits. I know. <laughs> and I'm like, come it's like on. It's working and they're like, you're strong. You're strong. <laughs> independent. Reach for the yeah. stars. You don't Dude, there was this, there's this, there's this fitness model from, um, from San Diego who pays, who posted a, a photo of her completely nude. She was like covering her hoo-ha and her areolas like this. She's like taking the picture. She's like, I see myself as more than just um, a model. I see myself as skin and cells and mitochondria 
All right. And that holds, and I was like, shut up, you're naked. <laughs> like, you're just here for the likes. That's don't it. Don't, don't make it something more than it isn't. Because like Chris kinda... D'Elia said, you hook him. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, honestly, it's like, it doesn't matter if it's on Instagram or not. Like, you're prostituting yourself for likes. And then exactly. you go onto your Instagram and you're like, hey, check out my OnlyFans. Which was kind of surprising. You guys know who Beck Rawlings is, right? From uh, UFC. No. She's an Australian fighter. Oh, okay, okay. She used to be in the UFC. Now she's fighting in Bellator. She did bare knuckle for a while. Pretty cute fighter, right? Now she's doing bare knuckle on OnlyFans? Oh, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> so she was doing, she, she got, I think she got cut from the UFC or her contract was up. Then she went. I'm getting punched in the house, Bear moose knuckle on OnlyFans. Hey yo. <laughs> so then she got either her contract was up or she got cut from the UFC. She started doing bare knuckle. She won the title of bare knuckle boxing. And then she got signed to Bellator. And then I'm rolling through Instagram and she's like, um, <clears throat> my OnlyFans page is up. And I was like, oh my God. Not you too. So he yeah. signed up. So no. I saw, so I spent fifteen dollars a month, you know. <laughs> and I was like I was like, dude, because as far as I understood, just from like the memes that I've read, OnlyFans is pretty much like you just showing your tits there. Yeah, like you just you pay to monthly them. subscriptions, which is like, but they're like different tiers. And oh, you can so get it's like a Patreon kind of. Yeah, there's. Oh no, that's Patreon, huh? No, OnlyFans is different, actually. I think. Well, but if you think about it, this one, I, I did see this um, <clears throat> this girl who announced that she now has an OnlyFans page. And she's a girl that used to go to uh, Inca Hoots, and she's real popular because she's like a model. And um, when she announced the page, I was reading her story, and it said, like, here's my shopping list. And if you click on it, like a wish it's, list? Like, it's like lingerie listed yeah. in Amazon that you can buy to send her after you subscribe, and then she'll take photos for you. Okay. So let's yes, okay. in the lingerie that she, that you bought for her. You're gonna do an OnlyFans, but we're gonna put like hats, uh, recording <laughs> equipment, like on our <laughs> t-shirts. You know what I mean? I think we can do it. We'll be Dirty Roro wears a lot of snapbacks, so yeah. feel free. <laughs> I'll rock it for you. Seven and three eighths. So we'll do we'll do that. We'll be the first podcast on OnlyFans. And and here's the thing too is like. I hope these women know full well it's this fat, dirty, slobby guy with like a U-Haul but a ponytail. <laughs> he's got the cold sack. <laughs> he's got like like Cheeto puff dust on his shirt oh, all dude. the time. You know what's sad though is that there's also just normal guys that end up getting upset. I just listened to, uh, I think it was on um, True Crime Garage. It was it was a story about this dude who got obsessed with this cam girl and was basically robbing his family, draining fucking bank accounts, maxing out credit cards, sending her all this shit that she had on her, on her wish list. And his family kept calling him out. Like, dude, you got to stop this shit. We're fucking broke. His parents like had to take out a second on their house, but she loves me. Exactly. He kept saying like, no, she's with me. You know what I mean? I bet you he, then he, hold on, hold on, hold on. He murdered his entire family. Get the fuck out! He murdered his whole fucking family, killed his mom yeah. and his dad. Uh, his what, he left one of his one of his brothers lived, killed his other brother, his mom, and his dad for some titties on a screen. 
because he couldn't like he, he kept trying to cover up the fact that he was stealing money. He was unemployed, dude, and he fucking was draining bank accounts and maxing out credit cards just Gee. to see some chick's tits online. That you had to pay for. Yeah. Dude, just go to fucking Google or Google or just fucking, fucking Pornhub or something. Uh, what's the swipe left, swipe right? Tinder? Tinder, dude. Tinder. Yeah. There's girls in there that just want to hook up. And, and, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, this guy's literally, he spent hundreds of thousands of dollars on this. Yeah. If you're like a normal it. looking random dude and you go on Tinder, you can probably get laid pretty much once a day, once every couple of days, dude, probably. And, and this chick lived like in Asia somewhere, like fucking Bangkok or something. She probably uh, had a dick bigger than his. Definitely <laughs> had a dick bigger than him. Oh, uh, Jesus Christ. There you go. To, to our listeners out there, if there's any kids, hopefully there isn't, but if there is, Public service announcement. Don't watch porn because then you end up killing people. Yeah. Or oh. just watch no porn like a normal person. Yeah. Like stay away from girls that are, you know, cam girls or only fans. Like, that's true. Boy, you said it perfectly. You're, they're prostituting themselves for likes. Yeah. That's all it is. Don't, and, and, and please, if you're going to post a picture of your butt cracking a G string eating like a sloppy Joe. I'm going to look at it, but I'm not going to like it. <laughs> but, but don't give me some inspirational quote about you, you're you allowed one cheat day when you work so hard in the gym because no one cares. <clears throat> yeah. And I mean, she could they, they could at least caption it like, I'm just here for the likes. <laughs> I mean, playing playing devil's advocate, though, I mean, you, you guys say that they're, you know, they're prostituting themselves online for for likes and for money and stuff. But at the same time, you have to see it with um, – the porn stars eyes, the people that actually do it, you know, they enjoy doing it, working in the adult industry. Um, they'd shoot these movies and you can literally find these movies. And if you look hard enough, you can find the movie that they shot and they're making money off of or trying to take money or make money off of, and they can find it for free. So rather than doing that, um, you got some girls like, um, I do, I actually, I, I have a, a porn star that I like, and I actually follow her on Twitter and she actually stopped making movies and she has like her only fans and stuff like that. So that's, so rather than kind having sex with random dudes, other actors, she's having sex with her husband. She's making money off of subscriptions off of her only fans now only having sex with her husband. So, I mean, it's kind of a success hey, story on her end, but, yeah, dude, but that's if, how, if that's like their main drive for money, yeah, do your thing. But yeah, I get, I get what Brian's saying though. Like, yeah. But it's also, that's also how they're going to, that's how they're going to get theirs when a lot of their stuff that people can get on, you know, on their, on the internet for free nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, they're still making it, money off of these subscriptions. Yeah. No, porn, the internet's pretty much ruined that industry for like making tons of cash. Yeah. Yeah. I also think it's a, it, it's kind of an interesting, if you look at it from this perspective, it's, it really shows like how down society is that a lot of people out there are just willing to sell yourself just to make a buck. And it's like, if you got to do that, like you, you don't have to do that. You don't, but I understand what Robert Gertie Roto is saying about, you know, if that's because you like it. Yeah. If that's your, if that's your prerogative and you feel sexy and you feel confident enough to yeah. make money off of it, then by all means yeah. go for it. Cause like you said, they don't have to do it, but I don't have to buy it either. Exactly. exactly. Like I'm totally down if they were like, listen, we're going to go straight up fucking, you know, Amsterdam red light district. Like it's legal. You know what I mean? It's okay. Fuck whatever. But 
you know, when that, when it's just some fitness model, who's basically, cause I, I can guarantee you 90% of the, the shit that you see, like when the girls on Instagram are like, check on my only fans, it's probably the same shit that they're posting on Instagram. You know what I mean? Like yeah. maybe a little bit more risque, but it, yeah, but no, I mean? nudity, but probably no nudity yeah, or you're something. Probably not getting much more, you know what I mean? But you probably get one, you know, a hundred guys have subscribed one time for like yeah. a month. And if you're a single guy subscribing to that shit, that's fine. But if you're like married and you got kids, like what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> I can think of yeah. a few other things to spend $15 a month yeah, on. Absolutely. I'd much rather yeah. take that. That shit's monthly too. Or like yeah, premium yeah, Snapchats and shit. There's some people like some porn stars are charging a hundred dollars a month for this, for their and premium Snapchat. Paying for that shit. That's what's crazy. And you're, like, but you're not like getting content. They're putting content up, but you're not getting anything. Yeah. You know what I well, mean? Well, they'll, they, they're, they'll, they'll advertise, oh, I sent personalized yeah. videos for but, first person gotta, signing up. But you got to put yeah. so much money into that shit. You know what I mean? It's like, However, um, I would love to receive like a cameo from like Brett the Hitman Heart or like Stone Cold or something like that. You know they, what I mean? They had an OnlyFans? Yeah. <laughs> Sign up for my OnlyFans. That's the bottom line. Come on out to my ranch in Texas. Um, so that's, anyways, that's that's not what tonight's episode's about. Um, but before we do tonight's episode, boys, what are we what are we drinking up? What are we sipping for the show? Pacifico. Yeah, boy, and I just got some good old Pacifico, some Mexican lagers because yeah, we're dodging that Corona. Yeah, it's fuck Corona. <laughs> Man, I got the, um, the classic Budweiser here because uh, it was on sale. So <laughs> I had a uh, Steph and I had bought a bottle of Tito's vodka. It's fucking Ooh. most delicious vodka I've ever had, but it's yeah. gone. So I was slugging that. I was slugging that Jameson at the Super Bowl party a few weeks ago. Oh yeah, we oh. had a big old bottle. We had yeah. a bunch of shots of that. So. Let's not. Uh... Let's, yeah, let's not skip over that. That's yeah, a sensitive subject um, for these two here. Donald Trump got acquitted. Yes, he did. Acquitted yeah. of what? Of and everything. Abuse of power. Fucking, of fucking nothing, yeah. you mean? <laughs> yeah. And Nancy Pelosi was like super sour. She that bitch street ripped low. up. Dude, the paper the, she, the she got from, from the president. <laughs> she ripped it up. She ripped it up. Salty bitch. Dude, did you see when he smoked her out and he gave her the speech and she was like, shake my hand. He was like, bitch. There was a... There was a debate about that. They're like, did he did he really fucking do that, or did he just like kind of look away as she it reached out? Like he he she might have been just out of his. Purpose. Yeah, there was a lot of <laughs> there was a lot of salty Democrats that that were She's, mad about that. Yeah, like because he kind of turned and then her hand went out and she was like, oh okay. She she timed it perfectly, probably. But yeah, come you on. Know, this is the same bitch that did the little golf clap, like oh in his face, yeah, like. Bitch, you would have got DDT'd if that shit was at my house. Yeah. <laughs> Stone, <laughs> Cold, Stone Cold stunned that bitch. Yeah, he got the. I wish fucking. And then Donald Trump, right after the, the speech, he's like, and uh, Nancy Pelosi, I have special guests for you. Uh, boys, go ahead, come on here. And it's the fucking Dudley boys. Yeah. Get that table. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that shit. She's fucking wild, dude. They tried, but you hear Bloomberg might be recruiting Hillary as his running mate. Ugh. But. So what is super interesting about Bloomberg running for president is now 
living out here in the Midwest, it's like all red. And the the radio stations in the morning is all super red too. They talk about, you know, basic political issues, but they talked about Trump's uh, impeachment when it was going on, that he was acquitted. And they kind of make fun of Democrats in a way. But that motherfucker has commercials nonstop on the video. Dude, yeah, saw he's the shit that he's been doing on Instagram, right? He, yeah, he's all over. He's all over social media and and like uh, the local news stations. Yeah, he's been paying uh, like influencers, if you will, on Instagram to like post memes about him and shit. And I'm like, this is fucking sad. But he's like absolutely ransacking Donald Trump and, and the yeah. and the Republican oh, Party yeah. and his like. Well, I, I heard a I heard a commercial yesterday because um, uh, Nicole and I went to go look for uh, we're looking for a new mattress to get a new mattress, and right before we got out of the car, Bloomberg had another commercial, and it was actually Obama talking. And then after he talked, that one. he uh, he said that whoever the commentator was for the commercial, they were like uh, Mike Bloomberg had worked closely with uh, Barack Obama on gun safety, and I was like. Ooh, you probably shouldn't run that commercial in Kansas. <laughs> gun safety. I don't respect a man that you've yeah, that's what they know. Because it don't matter, you know, whoever owns Clear Channel owns that radio station. Clear Channel's like, yeah, fuck yeah, cut us that check. We'll run that bitch fifteen times an hour. Yeah, you know so I mean? there's a. It's interesting because I really try to do. I really try to live my life, you know, a quarter mile at a time. <laughs> yes same i try to live my life a quarter mile at a time um and so recently i had a bone to pick with a particular company that i used to wear a lot of their clothing because i thought their shit was made in america sean john uh fubu jimco jimco jeans man i was like what it's just laced with Corona. What the fuck? <laughs> um, no, but it's Dixon. Dixon flannels. So I thought they were American made. None of their shit's made in America. Did you say you used to wear their clothes? Would you throw them oh, all out? No, no, no. I still have them. <laughs> but because they're dope-ass flannels. New shit. Like, yeah. If you want to buy a new So I'm only accepting it as gifts now. I check it out. So Nicole took a screenshot of one of their posts. And it was kind of funny because the post was <laughs> with her tits out and then like the flannels covering the good stuff, you know? <laughs> and I was like, why? The rest on her only fans. I was like, why, why is Nicole sending me this post? Like, do you know her? Or what's going on? <laughs> well, why not? So, not a girl. Good job, Nicole. <laughs> then uh, I read the, the bottom post because this guy said in, in the feed, he asked, are your flannels made in America? And they responded and said, uh, the, the initial product is made here, but then the final product is made in China. And I was like, that don't make no sense. What? So they what, make it three quarters of the way and ship it to China for the last and then, quarter? And then ship it back. That don't make no sense. So I commented and I was like, this kind of sucks, man. Like, I thought you guys were all about America. That's why you're in Arizona. And they deleted my shit. They deleted your comment. They deleted my comment. Oh. Brian's comment got shadow banned. Damn. And then I and then I took a bunch of screenshots and I was like, <clears throat> "Fuck you, fake ass punks, man! That's bullshit." Damn, they deleted but, your shit. Well, that's the thing is like, what's crazy, especially when we're talking about these radio stations. It it, it goes to show that Casual people will 
Cash is king, and people will sacrifice, I think, their moral standpoints just to make a buck. A company will, yes. A company will, I mean... Every time. Absolutely. Which is stupid, because it's like... I mean, if I was cute enough to make tons of cash by fucking winking my butt at a camera, then I probably would too, but I can't imagine too many people... I'm sure if you... There might be a market out there. I'm sure if you did, somebody would buy it. (laughs) Yeah. Watch Boyo wink twice, three times. There's some skinny white dude out in Kansas that'll probably pay for it. Oh, shit. <laughs> Ooh, all right. I ain't seen one of these before. <laughs> we'll work over some figures and get back. <laughs> On the break, we'll have a price breakdown. <laughs> I'll shoot my tears out to you guys. Uh, uh, so before we get into tonight's episode, the last kind of backlog topic that we could talk about is what's going on with the coronavirus right now. <clears throat> what you mean you the biological weapon known yeah, as? So that's what I was going to ask you guys is, do you think that the media is covering it? Do you think they're covering it up as being a flu that started from fucking bat soup or whatever? Or do you think it's actually a biological weapon that they're using to, as like a test run, if you will? Depends on what media outlet you're following. Yeah. I mean, if you wipe out a million fucking people in China, what's a million people to China? You know what Probably I mean? Bucket, yeah, because yeah, they got a fucking 100 bajillion people there. But if it's that million people that were protesting near so the that, end of last year. That's the angle that I think we should we should get into a little bit. Well, um, Some um, of those videos that you guys had sent that were, I guess, leaked. Yeah. by people in China of uh, what would seem to be military officials. I mean, you can't for sure say that they're, they're uh, I don't, officials. Or- I don't know if they're, I don't know if they're military officials just based on the way they're like really <clears throat> nilly fucking loading their weapons while they're pointed at each other and shit. Yeah. Um, I, I think they're, they're probably just fucking guys. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And they're like, all right, here's the deal. But so there was an article that came out because first it was like, oh, it came from bats, right? Which is exactly how all shit pops off in that movie Contagion um, in China from bats. And then another article came out and said it's it came from a pangolin, which is kind of like a armadillo, but with like scales, not really mm-hmm. like. It, and either way, it originated from that one market. Uh, yeah, the epicenter yeah. was that market where they were they were selling their exotic selling animals to exotic eat. Animals, yeah, exactly. So, um, but it's like okay, even if it did, right? So we had this big old scare. Probably not as to the extent of um, what it is with the coronavirus. But remember H one N one, SARS, <clears throat> that shit, right? But it came at like a perfect time when all those Chinese people were protesting day in and day out, waving the American flag, you know, calling for for uh, calling chanting Donald Trump's name, mm-hmm. calling for capitalism and and you know democracy and all this shit, and then all of a sudden, fucking people are sick everywhere. I just have an issue with the. <clears throat> where they said it, it, it originated from the market of people consuming these exotic animals. Yeah. Wouldn't it have something to do with your gi- uh, digestive tract or something like that when the symptoms are cold symptoms 
developing into a pneumonia. That's like the majority of the cases that they're talking yeah, about. Like rapidly. That would be, that would, that's got nothing to do with you ingesting something. That's has something to do with you inhaling something yeah, or, attract, or contracting something, you know, via, via air, but not eating something. Yeah. You yeah, can't contract pneumonia point. from eating something. Well, if it's cooked, if it's cooked, you know what I mean? Because I doubt they're eating the, the shit raw. Mm. If, it's, if it's cooked, it should be <laughs> China. I mean, if they're eating it raw, then I can get I, I get where it might be coming from. Because if they're touching the raw meat, then you know they might rub their eye or pick their nose, and then they can they can get sick that way. True. But if they're if they're cooking the food, then there shouldn't be a flu virus. You know what I mean? Like this isn't fucking a yeah. disease. No, like, yeah, but but even so, like building on what Dirty Roto said, and, and boy, what you had said, I, like even in in the states, if you were to eat like uncooked chicken, you're not going to get pneumonia. You're going to get yeah. the shits, and your stomach's going to hurt for days. You're going to be throwing up for a week. Yeah, but you don't get pneumonia because no. I've I've had pneumonia four times in my life when Jesus I was kid, I was sick a lot, um, and it was never from eating, you know. Dirty chicken nuggets. Yeah. Some dirty chicken nuggies. <laughs> yeah. I had it once and I thought I was going to fucking die. Yeah. It sucked. I had, I had, I had, well, I, I, it was close to pneumonia. I didn't quite get to pneumonia. I had a bronchial infection that was pretty fucking close to pneumonia. But did you eat something? No. <laughs> and, you know, chances are I probably touched the fucking dirty handrail and then like rubbed my eye or put my hand in my mouth or something. Like my entire fist in my mouth. <laughs> Catch that up as OnlyFans. Prices to come. <laughs> but, well, that's, you know, I think that's the issue is that nobody has these like critical thinking skills. Like no one thinks about that. that no, because well, I was like, okay, I'm not worried about it because, okay, say I can track the coronavirus. Fucking, all right, I'll probably puke and shit a little bit and then I'll drink some Pedialyte, eat some soup, and I'll be good in four or five days. You know what I mean, because they're they're comparing it to the flu, mm-hmm. basically. Uh, at least so that's what our media is comparing it to. And then you get these figures where it's like, oh, only like fifteen hundred people are sick, and like you know, fucking sixty people dead. And then you see like, oh no, it's like fifteen thousand people are sick, and nine hundred are dead. Yeah. Well, then that- it's like a hundred and fifty thousand people are infected, and it's like, dude, okay, what do I fucking believe? Yeah. Like yeah. the, all that, like all those Instagram articles yeah. that we, we've been swapping a bunch of, um, just to not amongst us, but to the people we've been swapping a lot of, um, uh, Instagram, different Instagrams that we follow. We've been sending them to the group and there's one lady that jumped in and she's like, I'm, I'm with the, the health department here in China. And this was at the time it was kind of early. It was like a month or so into it. They said that, uh, the government was saying, like boy, I said, there was only like 1500 cases, blah, blah, blah. But this lady was saying that there was almost 200,000 people infected. Yeah, they had to build that fucking hospital in like ten days. Yeah, yeah. Just they, yeah, they made they made a military style housing complex, yeah, huge, like multiple football football fields wide, um, that could house thousands of people in like two days, which really, up overnight. Sort of God, if you if you watch that video, it looks like all those backhoes are just fucking digging. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're going hard. Just dig everywhere. Because the same thing happened with the SARS outbreak. They they built a hospital similar fashion because they had so many fucking people. Yeah. Because of how densely populated China is, any type of virus is going to spread like wildfire. Oh, yeah. So I think personally, 
all the shit that we're seeing, because you guys probably saw the the doctor that actually leaked what was going on. Uh, he had emailed out to like friends and family that they had seven people quarantined with the coronavirus. This is a doctor. And he goes, it's bad. It's really fucking bad. Please stay at home. Make sure you're washing your hands. Don't go out if you don't have to. Yeah. Um, like this is, this is going to get fucking bad. Well, something happened. Somebody leaked one of the emails. That dude ended up, uh, sick, right? He's in the hospital. And then the next thing you know, there's reports like, oh, the dude's dead. Like days later, they're like, he's dead. And then so people are asking Chinese government media outlets, which is all state run media, right? So they can say whatever the fuck they want. Right. And they were like, no, 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 no. He's not dead. He's he's in critical condition, but he's not dead. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, if this is just the flu, because uh, let's face it, some parts of China are third world. Most of China is first world, or at least close to it, right? Right. Yeah. Like they're they're not hurting. You know what I mean? So you're telling me that a doctor got the flu and then is in critical con- condition from it. <laughs> knowing that he knows what the symptoms are and he could probably combat that shit pretty early. Like I know there's not a cure for the flu, but you can treat it and you won't die. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, and so that, but that motherfucker's probably dead, right? No one's heard yeah. from him. Um, yeah, and, and Ruth Bader Ginsburg is running marathons right now. Yeah, so, <laughs> so my guess is that they tried to weaponize this to get rid of all of the fucking protesters. And then next thing you know, you see videos of people in white scrubs or hazmat suits, literally just dragging people into vans. People are screaming, crying, kicking. Yep. They're rounding people up with fucking uh, M16s and handguns and shit. And it's like, this does not feel like it's just the flu. Yeah. Or that it just yeah, they run somewhere. They run through, rip people out of their houses, and then they run through with decontamination hey, gear. See, did you see the one of the big dude runs into the office? Yeah, and, and he, he just starts, starts yeah. fogging the place up? He just sprays it with whatever the fuck he's using with this, quote, decontamination gear. Yeah. And he just fills this room up like he's spraying it for bugs. And if you don't have a mask on, they'll arrest you. And you you can do that. They said that they'll put you in for like a minimum of 10 years in fucking prison. What would be interesting to find out is if the people that have been infected, and I'm sure the government has a list of all the people that were at the protest this past year. That's a lot of people, though. Is if they had infected all of those people, plus people that weren't there to make it look like, yeah, this is actually um, what we would consider a pandemic. So it crushed the conspiracy theory about it being just the people that were protesting. And we're going to throw out some collateral damage to make it look like it is a pandemic. And we're trying to get things under control. That sounds like a lot of fucking work. Say say that it wasn't intentional. Like say that the, I don't want to say intentional, say that the idea wasn't to infect the protesters. Say that the idea was to just infect people in general. Yeah. Because now the government can be like martial law, curfews, yeah. everybody off the street, or we're fucking waxing you. Right? So not they don't necessarily have to get these people sick. Yeah. But you, you just have to cause mass hysteria so yeah, people yeah. stay off the street. So <clears throat> but back to back to what boys or to Brian was saying. Um I, I I don't necessarily agree that they have the protesters' names, but um, 
like we were talking about the other day, I can imagine that they probably um, picked some dudes up off the street, brought them in, um, had them give up some friends for to give them, you know, quote, immunity or freedom. And then they go pick up those friends and they just kind of, you know, branched out from there and just started developing a, um, you know, a, a name database in that aspect. But it's just yeah. the timeline from when the, the protests got so bad at the end of the year compared to when the coronavirus actually came out. Yeah. It, it, I just don't feel like that's enough time to compile such a large list no, of, they, of protesters. I think they used whatever they could get from the facial <clears throat> recognition before they started combating it. Right. And they're, they're using what they have to get at those that they know who they are um, while they're rounding up sick people. You know? Right. Yeah. Right. I think the only logical thing about, <clears throat> you know, what, what I think, well, what I'm trying to say is uh, the logical scenario would be was, is what boy actually said is they just launch it and declare martial law on everybody. everybody Keep everybody off the streets. So that way. Do do you guys think it is a biological weapon? Well, I I wouldn't say it's a, I mean, they weaponized it, but I don't want to call it a biological weapon because you can, you know, you've had people before infecting people, you know, they've like a person's knownly had HIV <clears throat> or hepatitis, and they've infected other people with it. Yeah. Um, um, I guess you could call it a biological weapon at that point, but uh, I think that it they did it like they started infecting people with it, and it just got out of hand. Like they forgot that they were in fucking China, where there's a billion people. Yeah, there's a third of the world's population. <clears throat> yeah. So I think kind of bit them in the ass and now there's just i don't know we don't know exactly what it is you know what i mean because they're not telling us like yeah the cdc is just saying if you've come from these countries let us know so we can check up on you you know what i mean and there's plenty yeah, of shit your ass. right the, C- the cdc did come out and say that we should um jumpstart right now yeah. taking care of it and combating this um they've they've stepped up production as far as like masks and medical materials and stuff like that. I, I read an article actually like, what was it? Wednesday on Wednesday last week that they, they've, they've ramped up and they started stocking more and more hospitals oh, and stuff with yeah. more, more, more medical um, emergency equipment. Walmart's been selling out of those paper yeah. masks. Yeah. Steph and her mom were just at Walmart, uh, earlier this week and it's just restocked like three shelves full of those paper masks. It's a different type of mask though, right? It's not like your normal, like construction style, like particle mask, right? It's a, it's a uh, certain, they had different types. it's a, yeah, it's a certain, um, standard. Yeah, I, I can't remember what it is, it, but they had several different types. This Asian dude cleared out, um, like two and a half shelves right after dude stopped. Them up. Oh yeah. And uh, the guy stocking him was like, Oh, well basically he's going to send him back to the, to home. Yeah, because they're sold out everywhere. Online stores, people are trying to break windows and get into places. Yeah, Walmart said, like, you can't get them online. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, man, I'm big advocate about fear kits. And uh, that's something that I think Nicole and I are going to put in ours. Just not like the paper mask, but spend a little money and get some of those canisters <clears throat> on them. Yeah, you, get the, you can get a 3M particle mask for like 35 bucks. The canisters and, expire though, so be and, aware. Um, but you can, uh, the, the 3M ones that I'm talking about, like you can get the ones without the goggles. They're yeah. normal pain ones. Yeah, and, and they got the, the pads. They're like yeah. pads, like triangle pads. And you can buy replacement pads 
get a box of them. Or yeah. Whatever. Well, the cartridges that boy that Brian's talking about those expire. I it's like two or three years. I can't remember, but they do have an expiration date. Yeah. Because they're made, they have like that special like mineral material whatever to prevent. That's just because um, they want you to buy new ones, dude. Right. <laughs> like no milk that expire. They just want you to buy new milk. So, hey, you, have you ever tried to drink fucking milk that's been expired by a week? Yeah. yeah. It's just yogurt. No bueno. <laughs> Why is my milk chilling? Then, <laughs> then you're going to be shitting for three days afterwards. Yeah, yeah. Shitting water. I still won't get pneumonia, though. There's yep, no you ain't going to get pneumonia. <laughs> Crazy. All right, man. So let's get into this next episode. Um, <laughs> tonight's episode. I don't want to. Let's just keep talking about the coronavirus. Yeah, yeah, way less scarier than this. Show. Next week's next week's episode, we're gonna actually talk about what we we're gonna talk about tonight. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, maybe. Uh, so getting back into the rabbit hole. Cue fucking Mario. Fun 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 fun. Yeah, uh, sound effect and dungeon music. Yeah, there you go. That was way better. Thank you. Dungeon music. So. We just kind of we just kind of rimmed it with the <laughs> yeah. coronavirus stuff. We're gonna actually dive in now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this one, this episode is the finders, which doing research for this topic, it's kind of like uh, I want to say it's a little bit lower level Franklin cover up, and related to PizzaGate, which we'll do a episode <clears throat> on PizzaGate because I'm. 100% convinced that that shit fucking happened. And it was another cover-up like Franklin, like the Finders. Um, Pizzagate is like Franklin cover-up 2.0. See, what I have, the problem I have with people that are like, Pizzagate's fake, it's not real, is like, okay, if you just heard about it, right? Someone's like, hey, did you hear? They think that there was a basement at some pizza place and some fucking high-power people are collecting kids there. Oh, okay, that's weird. Yeah, probably not happening. But then you start like seeing emails that are real from politicians. Yeah, and it's like, what? And then it, like, there's just other shit that people haven't <clears throat> looked into that is like adding up to it being real. But it and it also happened right down the street in the same yeah. town as this Finders chapter. Oh God, yeah. So the finders, um, in a nutshell, the finders were considered a cult, uh, but I think it's much more than that. I don't, I don't think like to call it a cult, I think kind of downgrades what the finders actually were, uh, because, you know, think of Jonestown. <clears throat> That's like, kind of what they claimed that they were, where they, it was like a yeah. alternate they call, community. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's I. That's I've heard. I actually saw. I read that exact term was uh, alternative community. Alternative. That's the word. I was um. So I guess you can kind of call them a cult because they have a leader uh, yeah. and fanatic fanatical followers who perform tasks for this leader, this charismatic leader, basically. Right. And they found all sorts of you know ritual stuff, satanic stuff, whatever. I you can you can you can call it a cult. Yeah, and I, and I would call it a cult too. But it could be classified as a cult, more like. I think we have to be a little bit careful when we define it as a cult, though, because it's not like these people how, aren't drinking Kool Aid and cutting dicks off. How about a, a fanatical organization of kid fuckers? Yes, kid, kid <laughs> a fanatical organization of kid fuckers, kid see, fucking I, traffickers. I see what I see. What Brian's saying as far as like 
most cults, you know, they might skew their religious beliefs. <clears throat> and, you know, like when we, we covered uh, Heaven's Gate, like clearly a cult. Yes, right? absolutely. Yeah. Um, but they're... The idea behind the finders is that they're operating a child sex trafficking ring. So <laughs> that's where like they split from the typical cult. Right. And, and uh, yeah, because it becomes a, a, an issue that they were almost admitting in a way. No, 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 no. We're not running kids. We're not kid fuckers. Uh, we're just like an alternate differently. That's it, man. We like to eat grass and hang out with no shoes on. Yeah. Rub and poop all over each other. It's, it's, and then take pictures. <laughs> Polaroids. Yeah. Uh, but it's, 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 it's almost weird that they were like admitting. Yeah. yeah it was a weird group. And you're like, well, but, but I feel like they did that because they knew that they were going to get out of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they didn't have any fear. Like they seemed real open about it. Like, yeah. especially, you know, when it, when it all popped off, when they found those six kids with the two guys in Tallahassee, yeah. like the guys were a little evasive. The kids were for lack of a better word, feral. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and the guys were just kind of like, Oh, whatever. Yeah. You know? Let's, let's, let's start from there though. Let's start. From the from the from the beginning when they first discovered these two guys, like there's two guys two guys in a park, well dressed guys. Uh, <laughs> Could be a sitcom, yeah, right? Two guys in a park. Two guys in a park. Two well dressed guys. Well, so yeah. that's all it was though. Like they 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 operated for so long, and then there's two guys in a park chilling with six kids that were noticeably distressed, dirty, filthy, filthy looking. And a lady called the cops in Tallahassee. Hey, there's two guys in the park, you know, watching over these kids. Cops come, grab these two guys up for suspicion of um, abducting these six kids. And these two guys both give them false, give the cops, you know, grief, false names. Um, one of them hands him a card with his false name and his real name on it with um, what was it like a, like the law saying um, that he, he has his rights to, um, it was almost like I forget. I forget exactly what it was, but he handed him. People are like I'm a sovereign citizen, like that. kind of like yeah, that. Yeah, it was pretty much. Yeah, it was like with with a certain type of right, something along the lines of being a sovereign citizen, written on this card um, with the the false name and the real name on either side, and that was pretty much it from those guys that they got. So they picked everybody up and they took them to jail, basically. Yeah, yeah. So they're they're questioning the kids, and while they're questioning the kids, the kids are just pissing and shitting on the floor. Yeah. Like, no manners. They had no idea. Like, they asked the kids, where are you going? Oh, we're going to smart school in yeah. Mexico. Well, let me, so let me give you, so let, let me give you some, some, some detail, details from, from the actual arrest. Okay, so it was February 1987 for mm -hmm. technical time frame. Um, these February 5th and 6th. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, 86. No, no, no. Uh, February 5th and 6th. You had the year. Oh, I'm sorry, 5th and 6th. Okay, so yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, it was 87. <laughs> Um, so the police arrive and they question the two well-dressed men that Dirty Roto alluded to. It's Douglas E. Emerson and Richard Halloran, I believe is how you say his name. And like they said, they, they had told the police officers that they were taking these six distraught, malnourished, beat-up looking kids to a brilliant a brilliant children's school in Mexico. A shul. Um, basically, they're taking them to the 
Professor, you know, uh, Sanchez's school for gifted children. Yeah, Professor oh, Xavier Sanchez. Gifted. Thank you, Xavier Sanchez. Yeah, they're gonna gift these kids to some fucking foreign leaders to to Epstein. Yeah. <clears throat> Ooh, so, there was also a um, a van that they had arrived. Of course, in. there was a van. <laughs> and again, as Americans, can we just uh, say no more fucking vans? Yeah. Um, we have SUVs. We don't need vans. Right. You never hear of this shit happening in a fucking Mazda Tribute. You know? <laughs> it's always a van. <laughs> it's always, yeah, it's always some fucking, like, Astro Shady van or Astro something. Van, yeah. It's like Astro vans. 40 Conaline. <laughs> it's like Astro vans and fucking Broncos. Yeah, Broncos. Yeah. Stay away from Broncos and fucking vans, man. Uh <laughs> So what they found in the van was kind of interesting. <clears throat> it was 20 floppy disks, a TSR-80 computer, a device used to link computers through a telephone line. So essentially, these guys had the fucking internet before there was the fucking internet. Yeah. All they had to do is walk up to one of those boxes <laughs> attached to a telephone pole and plug yeah, it in. Plug it in. Right. So we're already talking about... These are advanced. 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 Yes. Yeah. Advanced yeah. individuals working nobody, for people who have yeah, technology nobody, that we don't. Nobody in the late '80s was rolling around with Ethernet cables and fucking floppy disks and computers in their van. It's Twenty of them. Tw- yeah, twenty. Most of them. most families maybe had one, which was let's be honest, it was probably about a gig of information on all twenty yeah. combined. It was more <laughs> more than enough, though. But you know what I mean, like you, you had just rolling <clears> in. and and they found condoms in the back of the van too. Condoms. Jesus, so. For our listeners out there who are younger than us, if you don't know what a floppy disk is, it's a, it's a fucking square piece of plastic with a yellow, uh, or a, not a yellow, a okay. metal slidey like tab. Five, five by five, I think. Yeah, it's, it's a it's a large it's a large piece of equipment. Plastic. Well, that's well that for the late eighties. Yeah, they were probably about what five by five. Yeah, I want to say five yeah by because five or four by six. They were they were way bigger early eighties yeah. when the. And, when the First ones came out. The hard disk. Yeah. Basically, it's a it's a memory card. You save shit on it. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you could save pictures on it because they weren't. You, no, it was literally just data. You, it was yeah, all you could, but you could only get like <clears throat> a couple hundred kilobytes on it. Yeah, it yeah, wasn't. It, like, were, it was very minimal data. Yeah, you weren't stocking, you know, like a, a terabyte of music on there. Yeah, um, no terabyte. Terabyte, you mention a terabyte to a scientist and their nose would bleed. They're like, that's fucking impossible. Yeah, no way. You from the future? Yeah. Next you're going to ask us to go to the moon again. (laughs) (laughs) Brian's like, nope, we're not going to talk about that today. uh, (laughs) The two men were arrested. Um, They're uh, Emerson and Holloran. They were arrested. One of them, I guess, pretended to faint. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. They were being arrested. Oh my lord! It's getting bright out here. So it says um, now during the investigation that basically kicked off right after this, the Associated Press ran a report that police had moved the children, uh, the six children, uh, from a shelter after receiving half a dozen phone calls threatening the kids. Now this is so. So the kids were taken into custody. They weren't arrested, obviously, but they were taken into police custody. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then there was an article that ran about what was happening. So it went public. And 
I'm assuming that a person <clears throat> named the Game Caller, which we'll get into, the leader of the <laughs> followers or the finders, um, was either watching the media or they had someone watching those two men. Well, I, before we get too much into it, I don't believe the Game Caller was the leader, but we'll get into that <clears throat> a little bit later. Okay. But um, I think the way it linked, and this is just an opinion, um, I think the way it leaked was it was either one of the Tallahassee police officers or one of the um, one of the uh, FBI um, Washington field office agents that leaked it. Bless you, bless you, Nicole. <laughs> that, um, that that ended up leaking, probably not on purpose. You know what I mean? Because. For, and, and most likely this was probably a Tallahassee police officer because you run into this shit you fucking find six kids like Tallahassee there's not a whole lot popping off especially in the 80s you know what I mean yeah so that's some shit that you know maybe an officer who's been on the force for less than a couple of years is really excited about and ends up fucking calling or somebody they talked to after the case after they got off their shift ended up calling and leaking it. Yeah, what's crazy is though is that the kids were moved to a facility that was actually being guarded by armed guards. Yeah. Like they're like high like profile, you know, drug Yeah, it was, it was, I think initially it was like a juvenile detention center type place. Yeah. Um but obviously not like a wing where they're fucking locked down and treated like assholes. Yeah. Um so during the investigation the kids were interviewed by the police, and they told the police that the two men, the adults, were their teachers. Uh, they observed the children. Uh, they were very malnourished, as we said. They were covered in bug bites, and they were unaware of modern technology, mm-hmm. such as phones, TVs, staplers, typewriters, hot water. Even toilets. Toilets? And this one blew my fucking mind more than hot water. They don't know what electricity is. Electricity wasn't discovered by Ben Franklin, but that was a long fucking time ago. Yeah, no, Bobby Boucher's <laughs> mom invented electricity. Yeah. Ben Franklin is the devil. So, <laughs> so we're like automatically, if these six kids have no fucking idea what electricity is, wouldn't it shed a little bit of light on the fact that these kids were kept at Kept somewhere from an extremely young age. From an extremely young age. Well, the kids were what three to eleven. Yeah, but here, so four here, to eleven. So here's the thing: like around three, when like Belle's age, you know, she's asking questions. Two and a half, she's asking questions. So they were in a van, right? I mean, you get into a van and you it's nighttime, turn the headlights on, or you open the door, the dome light comes on, like. She's asked before, like, why right. is that light on? What is Don't that? fucking worry about it. Yeah, Put this hood on. Shut up. Yeah. Shut up. Sit down. And But you know what I mean? Like, there's a certain age where a kid will even be like, why is that light on? What is mm-hmm. that? Oh, yeah. so that's a light. Well, yeah. What, what is that? On? Oh, electricity. Like, so that hurts my eyes. What is that? Yeah. So literally it's like. They're just chilling in the, whatever, wherever they are in the candlelight or what? And, or, or, or they're not like kids are asking these questions and they're like, it's nothing. Don't worry about it. You know yeah. what I mean? And so I'm wondering, were they at that park to drop those kids? Something. Yeah. They had to have been. Well, they asked, they asked the kids, the, 
you know, are the, who are these guys? Oh, they're my teachers. Okay. Where are your parents? And the guys responded and saying, Oh, we're trying to wean them off of their, away from their mothers. Yeah. And but that's exactly kids, what he told the, the kids cops had no idea either. The kids couldn't confirm who their parents were. Yeah. They, 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 they couldn't identify them if they, if they knew who they were, you know what I mean? Yeah. So you got six kids that barely know these two guys, these two guys, they don't know who their family is, their parents, yeah. nothing. And then you got two guys, you know, trying to take him across the border to Mexico. Yeah, well, that's that's my that's my supposedly that's think, the story. Well, I I think whoever so this is all part of the same organization, right? But I think that maybe they were passed off to these Tallahassee guys, or these guys took them to Tallahassee and were supposed to pass them to someone else who's going to take them to Mexico. Uh, that's what I think. Because why else would they be at a park? These kids are obviously in terrible condition. Like you don't want to be seen out in public with them because right. it's going to raise red flags. So I think which it, it did, like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you got caught. So I think originally the plan was to have someone else pick up these kids from the park and take them the rest of the way or to wherever they were going to, yeah, or to the next location in yeah. like fucking New Mexico or something. Exactly. Um, yeah, it's so it says here that the oldest girl. Uh, said that they had received, they were receiving directions from the game caller. The game caller was uh, Marion Petty. So supposedly Marion Petty is the leader of this group. Uh, which boy, you had alluded to that you might not believe that. Yeah, I um, think I, I think that the game caller was probably just in charge of. Um, I feel like there probably might have been more than one game caller, right? But I feel like the game callers are just in charge of the kids. Right. Like getting them to the logistics, basically, the logistics portion of the kids. So this is what's kind of crazy about is it's where this is where the, the, the story kind of escalates a little bit. By by February 5th, the police had determined that the kids and adults belonged to a cult called Finder. The Washington Post had reported that the Finders are a cult that conduct brainwashing techniques at a warehouse and apartment in Washington, D.C., um, the police turn over the case to the D.C. Metro, and D.C. Metro state that they are already aware of the finders. So it started yeah, in Tallahassee. They, they kind of broke the case. Yeah. They determined that these two individuals that had the kids were part of a cult. Right. The Washington Post report that this cult conducts brainwashing experiments on kids in a warehouse in D.C., the Tallahassee police then turn it over to DC Metro. They say, Oh, we already know about it. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the fucked up part, right? So Tallahassee PD, they, they reach out to Metro PD and they tell them and they're like, Oh no, no, no. They're already on the radar. And then they tell them that they have that Metro PD's had a confidential informant that has already fucking dropped on the, on the finders and that they're um, doing the brainwashing and shit like that. But then they ask him, okay, what kind of abuse is there? Because he tells them that they're abusing these kids, they're sex trafficking these kids, they're selling them. He goes, well, what kind of abuse are they doing? Well, they're doing this, this, and this. Okay, well, how many times have you witnessed it? Oh, I've never seen it happen. I just, that's what I hear. So at that point, from a law enforcement standpoint, it's like, well, fuck, man, I can't just storm the fucking castle based on hearsay, you know what I mean? Right. Um, but Metro PD at the same time, Somebody had already told them, like, this is as far as you're going to fucking go. You know what I mean? So, because all the, all the shit that they got, I mean, it was from a, I don't know if the informant was part of the finders or if they were friends of or what, you know what I mean? But Tallahassee, 
could have been because there was a lot of people that came forward after this story hit and who were saying they were former finders. They left. We'll get into that a little later, but um, could have been, but they did have the locations right. That's that's how they were able to obtain these search warrants. Yeah. Um, real quick before we move on, two things that some members of the finders group had said that being part of the finders, you were – there were promises of financial reward and sexual gratification. And we'll get into a little bit later about the aspects of uh, Satanism that was, you know, incorporated with the group. And I, I want to state this, and I don't know how you guys feel about this, but I feel like recently there's been a lot of discussion about like two separations of Satanism that there's like actual Satan devil worshipers. And then on the other side, if you claim you're like a Satanist, that just means like, uh, it's, it's fringe. It's rebel. We listen to Slayer and we, you know, do devil horns. And I don't necessarily think that that's disconnected necessarily. I would say it's more of, these are the lower level guys that are part of this whole kibosh of Satanism. But, they're never going to get high enough to figure out what Satanism actually is. Kind of like Freemasonry. Like, um, I don't. Uh, a first degree Mason isn't going to know what a 33rd degree Mason is. Yeah. And it's kind of like, uh, if you remember the interview that Pat Militich was doing when he was like, Lucifer, oh, yeah. he's right here, dude. And Eddie yeah. Bravo, like, hit his pants. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, that's, that's the fucked up part is like, he's not wrong. You know what I mean? But he was just like, no, it's, it's all good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, no, you're right. It does mean Lightbringer, but it's not all good. <laughs> like, let's yeah. take a step right. back. Uh, I want to say that. I don't know how you guys feel about it. Let me get your take on that. But Well, I, I, think, I think that – so I think you're right. Obviously, there's two different types of <clears throat> Satanism, but you also have to treat it like when you think about Christianity, like you have radicals. You have the same with Islam. You have radicals, obviously. And then you have ones that are like, dude, I just want to fucking pray to the East and not eat bacon. Like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, but there are, I think there are people who are like, yeah, I'm a Satanist, but basically all, all, all that means to me is I'm anti-Christian or, or, yeah, I mean, like, but they're not going to fucking wear they're not going to wear a black robe and carry a torch around and cut the heads off goats and fucking put them on their heads and 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 i think that those satanists are completely aware of the dark dark shit that comes with the title yeah like they're like they're like they're summoning demons with a pentagram (laughs) but i think but i also think that this might have been something that the government had done back in the eighties with the uh, satanic panic to taint all of that shit. You know what I mean? Um, Sort of like the toxic masculinity type parade that's been fucking going on that type of shit. You know what I mean? So, so I, yeah, I, so I agree with you. There are definitely two separate types of Satanists. Um, you have the ones that are magic users and fucking sacrificing babies and shit. And then you have the ones that are like, I just, yeah, I like the clothes. <laughs> yeah, 
shout, shout to the devil. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Charles. Charles. Fucking listening to Quiet Riot and uh, Man, I just want to sit around with my friends, throw up the horns, and listen to Kickstart My Heart. <laughs> uh, and and I will agree that there's you know dudes that are you know just want to be kind of anti-establishment, fringe, yeah, like fucking yeah, devil horns, you know. But those are <clears throat> I wouldn't even consider those people Satanists. You know what I mean? Like I think if you if you're willing to, to consider themselves Satanists, you know what I mean? Like, but they'll also tell you the difference too. You know, so yeah. you feel that though in in this kind of climate when we hear about these stories, do you think that any mention of Satanism now is clouded by the other side of oh yeah, it's just absolutely. it's just kids with slick back hair and fucking the, yeah yeah but but the, here's the problem though because you and I I mean we all know once you start digging into Satanism you start getting into the ancient ones you start getting into multiple levels of different gods that they worship and what they mean like um, Moloch and shit like that right yeah. like these normal Satanists are just like give me Baphomet and I'm good huh. you know what I mean and, and you also you also get into like paganism the guys that go yeah. and starve themselves in the desert looking for a sign from the devil after yeah, three exactly. days of dying in the desert. Yeah, or who are convinced that if they slice their wrists in the center of a pentagram, they'll become a demon. You know what I mean? Shit like uh, that. Like, you know, you know, I'm a, I'm a live and let live kind of guy. Probably not a good move. You know, no, you do. I'm you. not recommending it. <laughs> but do you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> here's, a, here's a tab on our website for Satanism for you. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, there's – it's – it's I, I don't know. Like, most of those Satanists – um, the typical Satanist, I guess you could say, would probably also be an atheist, I guess. Right. You know what I mean? Um, so it's shitty because if you're like, yeah, I'm a Satanist, I worship at the Church of Satan. They're like, oh, my God, you fucking kill children and sacrifice animals. Like, nah, dude, we have barbecues with Kobe burgers. And fucking- <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? We drink Michelob Ultra. Yeah, like I'm keto, bitch. I don't. <laughs> so that's where Chris is. Yeah. Fucking knew it. Chris is at the Church of Satan right now. Of course he is. Eating a Kobe beef burger. <laughs> uh, okay, so <laughs> fucking getting back into the story here. Uh, February 6th. Now this is like very soon after the people were arrested. Yeah. The police are kind of tying it all together. Um, well, Virginia- it was like an, it was like an immediate investigation. Like all very quickly. And I feel like these were good police officers realizing what they had in front of them. And they're like, we got to fucking go after this shit yeah. right now. Um, so February 6th, Virginia police raid a nine acre farm owned by uh, Mr. Marone, uh, Marion Petty. Mm-hmm. Um, and to which neighbors had claimed neighbors of the ranch had claimed that children are often brought there in not a scooter, a fucking van. You mean a van, man? Yeah, a van, man? Shit, <laughs> a van, man. You remember when you, like, a dude would die in the ninth row, man? <laughs> like, oh, where you been for the last four hours? Oh, I died. Oh, I'm getting sexually trafficked in the ninth row of the van. <laughs> um, they said that the neighbors had said that the kids that were brought there were visually upset and crying. Um, so the FBI, I guess, had at this point started to get involved when the police 
after the police had raided the the ranch, I guess you can call it a ranch, it's a nine acre farm, but call it a fucking ranch, a, a child ranch. Oh god. Uh, it was a little dude ranch. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> Come on. Sorry, salute your shorts, man. I didn't bring that in here. <laughs> a, little, a little dude ranch. I guess they're they're saluting, you know, like like two T shorts. Uh, come on, man. Toddler shorts. Salute your toddler shorts. God. Um, <laughs> the FBI had had gotten involved after the police, I think, realized what the fuck they had, and like we got to go, we got to go above this because this is yeah. not necessarily out of our jurisdiction, but out of their realm of what they're dealing with. Well, the, the uh, weird thing is that Customs was involved. In well, this. Tallahassee called the DC Metro Metro Police, and they called the the they called their customs. they called Customs. They called U.S. Customs because they said they were going to try to bring them across the border, yeah. which fell into the realm of um, yeah, they had like a child trafficking um, like task force in the in U.S. Customs, which they called. Because of that, re- yeah. only that reason. That's why Customs is involved in this investigation. But, but because so they contacted Customs. Tallahassee contacted Customs after the arrest, right? And then Customs was with them throughout the whole investigation. So because the Customs officer is the one that found all the computer equipment and the instructions um, at the at the farm. What was his name? Martinez. Uh, I don't. I don't. Uh, I do have his name. Uh, let me find it while you guys talk. Ramon so. Ramon Martin, Martinez. Yeah, he's just Ramon Martinez. He's a Ramon. So he so he found uh, equipment, computer equipment. Um, he found uh, child pornography. He found basically a list of bags and bags and bags of shit. Yeah, but he found but he found like instructions about how they were going to acquire the kids, and uh, it didn't explain what they were for, what they were acquiring the kids. Four, but it would talk about how they were getting them, and they would get them by impregnating women in the community. They'd get them by buying the kids. They'd get them by trading the kids, and they'd get them by kidnapping the kids. Yeah. Um, in, now, in this FBI report, and we'll get back to what Ramon had found. Um, so it, this was in 1987. The FBI report stated that evidence of a satanic cult ritual was discovered at the farm. And they had also stated in the report that any reports regarding the finders from here on out were to be classified as secret. Yeah. Um, so DC Metro had raided other location locations associated with the finders and discovered bags full of evidence containing photo slides, colored pictures, and other material stating pornographic photos of children have been taken. They, they also at the farm. They also found cages. Yeah, and witnesses that were living on the farm said that that's where the kids stayed when they visited the farm. Yeah, and here, here's the thing, and and I would like to say that if if I ever witnessed something as horrific as this, and I saw fucking kids in cages on a farm, I'm calling somebody, right? You know what I mean? I'm not going to wait till it gets raided and then go, oh hey, by the way, um. Those cages that you found, that's when the kids were staying in there. I didn't want to call you guys and bog you down with, you know, during, traffic. Yeah, during their visit. <laughs> make it seem like it was just like a fucking summer camp or something. Now, I will say, in the report, it also said uh, some of the evidence showed blood rituals where children slaughtered small animals and goats while adults in white robes watched. Uh, instructions were found. Boy, you had mentioned that in Dirty Roto. Uh, of how to purchase children and smuggle them in and out of the U.S. 
And I think that's another reason customs had got involved. Um, but five days after the men were arrested, the D.C. Metro Police stated that no SRAs or satanic ritual abuse um, instances were found. Within yeah, they, the got group. A, they got a memo. It, was, it wasn't a report that they wrote. They got a memo saying that none of this shit was found. Uh, everything's all good. But the issue is, is that the FBI had in a report from the from the warrant raid that yes. they found an abundance of this shit. Yes. Um, it said that uh, no, no satanic ritual abuse were uh, discovered within the group and that the medical examiner office stated that there was no sexual abuse of the children or anything of that nature was evident. However, at the exact same time, the New York Times reported that the Tallahassee police had not only claimed that there was evidence of um, satanic ritual abuse, but at least two of the six children had showed signs of sexual abuse. Uh, I believe it said that one of the kids didn't have any, like, it's kind of gross, but, like, they didn't have sphincter control. Like, they couldn't control so their shit. Leaky, leaky trap door. <laughs> trap door. So when that, um, when that moose knuckle blows out, you can't. You can't. Yeah, when the- once you release, once you release the air from the balloon knot, it's hard. <laughs> um, it back up. So, uh, continuing in the investigation, I guess they had eventually found the mothers of the children. <clears throat> See, now that's that's the weird part too. So, they said that they because I, I was looking at the actual complete redacted report that you can find on in the vault on FBI.gov. It's terrible to fucking read because all of the names are missing. All the locations are missing. But you get the complete outline of the story. So these kids, they said that people arrived claiming to be guardians or parents of the kids. They couldn't confirm any of it Mm -hmm. because basically they told them like, hey, everything's good. They're coming to pick up their kids. You know what I mean? So. And they and these kids they don't know what their parents look like, so anybody could literally show up and be like, "Hey, I'm your mom." Yeah, yeah. which these women showed up claiming, "Yeah, I'm their I'm their mothers." They just don't know me, basically. But everybody here, like all the finders, yeah, all the finders, it, it was a they said it was a group community parenting situation. Yeah, and that the and that all the parents, all the mothers knew they were on a trip to yeah. Florida. I mean, the whole impregnating. Uh, female members and stuff like that. It kind of makes sense considering, um, I forget what one of the guys they picked up had, um, one of the girls had a matching last name and one of the ladies that claimed being the mother had a matching last name as well. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of, like it kind of all connect. Yeah. It kind of like literally farming. Kids. Yeah. It kind of, yeah, it, it, it connected, but all in all the kids ended up just kind of, it just kind of turned into, uh, a child, um, Well, I, I can't think of the name of what I'm trying to say. Um, child custody case, oh, basically. Yeah, yeah. That's all. It, that's all the kids ended up turning into. It just turned into right. a big custody case, and they ended up going back with the quote mothers, basically. So, so that was kind of the end of the whole children thing. Yeah, they they found the mothers of the children, and then the mothers tell the investigators that uh, they obviously denied any wrongdoings. Uh, they don't understand why the men claimed the kids were being taken to Professor Javier Sanchez at school for gifted Pinochets. She, they're like, I don't get why that. <laughs> um, uh, the mothers also claim that they don't harm children. 
uh, yet they hold them to a higher standard. But if that's the case, then why is there not only one evidence of sexual abuse, malnourishment, and bug bites all over their bodies? Yeah, and they don't. They have no basic. Like they don't know how to read. They don't know their fucking shapes and their colors. They don't even know that yeah. TV is a thing. If they were like, gifted, yeah. However, interestingly enough, a few of the kids knew fucking Chinese. So I guess oh. in the van they had found a, a Chinese to English dictionary, and they were teaching the kids Chinese, and that'll kind of come up later with some stuff that we'll read. Uh, but the women do say that their group, uh, they, they reject private property. They're in favor of communal property. False. And they they also make remarks to the uh, blood ritual, the evidence of blood rituals that have been found. The, the adults wearing the white sheet. Bernie Sanders apart. Of the finders, fucking it sounds it like sounds like his campaign. Like, no, yeah, no right? you know, communal man, communal. <laughs> Everything's communal. Hey, that's the that's the pie, but I get a really big one. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's the front row of the Democratic Party right now, guys. Um, she the the mother stated that the sheets that were seen in the photos being worn by the adults were used to keep blood off their clothes. Yeah. So it wasn't like a like a like a cloak and a hood. It was just nobody wants to get their caprice stained with some blood. Yeah. Oh playing like they were teaching the kids how to slaughter animals to be able to survive on their own. Yeah. Fend but, it was, but it was just goats. Yeah. Which was, depicts uh, to satanic ritual circle with all of the senior members dressed in white robes. Yeah, so that's, just, that's how kids learn how to hunt and fucking dress animals. Here, here put this clan uh, hood on. Yeah. Yeah, here, put this lay over this goat. Yeah. Fucking, uh, so February, moving forward, February 11th. Chance uh, ritual. Satanicus. What? Yeah, go ahead and slit the goat and smile for the camera. Great, wonderful. Now take your... Take your pants off. Roll your Great. eyes Give back your head like on The Undertaker. Thank you. Good job. Well done. All right. Amazing. Good job. <laughs> you, get a, you get a biscuit. Good job. I'm going to move over to that line over there. Um, February 11th, shortly after the uh, farm had been raided and all this other shit had come out, Rick Huffman becomes uh, lead investigator. And on the 24th, he ends the Tallahassee investigation claiming that there was no satanic ritual abuse or child abuse uh, was present at all within the finders. Uh, when, the kids, when the kids were being reported on taking to Mexico, a United States custom agent began an investigation as Dirty <clears throat> Raymond J. Martinez. And this motherfucker was granted access to the, the warehouse that was raided. So that was the first piece of property that was raided before the farm. He states that he found in a memo that he released. So I, I actually have the memo, but I wrote it all out. He found detailed instructions for obtaining children for unspecified reasons, instructions on impregnation of female members of the finders, telemex, mes telemex messages using MCI mail, which is an early version of email. Again, oh, damn. Fucking 87 email. And it's not cheap shit either for, for that not time. At all. 
Uh, one such Telmex message ordering the purchase of two children from Hong Kong arranged through a contact at the Chinese embassy. Oh. So that, that, now there's the link between the girls learning Chinese. Yeah. You are, you are, you're leaving out one thing that when he walked in, he noticed that there was a lot of technology all over the place and they had a very, um, <clears throat> a very, uh, high end satellite system yes. hooked up to the farm. So yeah. this, that's just a quick, you know, side story to what he, what he's finding in this right now. Yeah. So they knew what the fuck. Yeah. So they, they, they know what they're doing. Yeah. So the, it, it gets, it gets even deeper than that too. So there was another, there's more Telemex uh, messages expressing interest in quote bank secrecy situations, documents concerning high tech transfers to the United Kingdom and numerous properties controlled by the finders. So there goes now the fucking royal family is involved in it, I'm sure. Um, documents relating to terrorism, explosives, explosives, and evasion of law enforcement. A detailed summary of the arrest of the two men and children. So they had their own report on what had happened. Damn. Um, and then a set of detailed instructions, which were broadcasted via computer network, which gave instructions to move the children and to keep them moving through different jurisdictions and instructions on how to avoid police attention. So somebody found out and move the kids from the farm. Re, yeah, reached out to everybody and started having everybody get moved from any situation anywhere. Last. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. So now you have he found a computer network before there was computer networks mm-hmm. linking uh, China, the United Kingdom. And, and when he says that there's a telemex message for high-tech transfers to the UK and then bank secrecy situations, I'm assuming they're blackmailing people too. Do you have that entire list? Because I have it right here and I can read it for you. Oh, go of, ahead. Of, of what they found, of what, they found um, of what Martinez actually noted that they had um, evidence from. No, go ahead. Go ahead. So it says um, they have a warehouse stored with stacks of documents and files pertaining to finders' activities around the world. Just to name a few, Martinez noticed Costa Rica, Bahamas, London, Germany, European locations, as well as the Soviet Union, Japan, Hong Kong, China, Russia, North Korea, Malaysia, and Africa. Jesus. On top of that, he also noticed that there were labels, um, according to some other projects, members' names and locations. A couple of examples were... Um, the Palestinian, which was probably like a project or a person, um, and Pentagon break-in. Jesus, criminy. So those those were just five random files that he found in a warehouse on that farm. Those are that was another thing. Now let me let, let's say this real quick, guys. I don't know how you feel about this, but before we continue with this, why don't you guys you guys want to take like a five minute break? We'll come back. Let, every, let everybody catch their breath. Catch their breath, and uh, I got to get some more beer and pee. So yeah. I just need more beer. More Fuck peeing. I ain't no bitch. Bob, uh, simultaneously, actually. You're going to get more pee? I'm going to get more pee and get and and drink beer. <laughs> drink pee and pee. Got it. Drink so, uh, we'll hey, right. be right back after this. Guys, stay tuned. There's more. Oh, yeah. I'm waving at the camera like everybody can see me. All right. Is he going to... We're not. We're not pausing it. Okay. <laughs> I need beer. Yeah, I started reading that. I was like, dude, 
So we're talking we're talking 1987, dude. There's fucking nothing. The public doesn't fucking have it. Shit like the public doesn't have nothing like that. I didn't get any, any, I didn't have a computer until no, I was don't have in 1995. Computers. I didn't have a computer. Yeah. Can you grab a towel for your dad, though? What? I need a towel. Well, we're on, we're on a break. We're not we're not done yet. We'll probably have like another half hour. Oh, that's fine. I was yeah. just like, dang, okay, you guys are done done. Uh, no. no, we we not we ain't done done. Um, no, like the elk. Do you want to give daddy kisses that night? Mm-hmm. Yes, you're gonna have a kiss. A book. Your what? A book. Oh, get a book. Yes, they're on a break, so you can get a book. She wanted to come in here and get a book. I was like, no, you gotta wait. I can't even quiet as me. No, it's okay. I just didn't want it. Oh, yeah. oh, no, 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 there's stories. Oh, yeah. There's like I, five I stories know. on that one. I know. She likes Yurtle. You like Yurtle, Turtle? Yeah. Yeah. She doesn't like how King Yurtle is. Yeah, King Yurtle is a nasty. You guys don't know why, baby. We're Hey, you forgot to stop recording. No, I just figured I'd let it run because it'll it'll make another recording on top of that. Oh, gotcha. So you can just kind of edit a break into it. Yeah, we'll just cut that out and then. Since I wrote the time down, so. I need a beer opener. Who sent me a slot chat? Beer opener? Yeah, I forgot to open these.
he was crying. He goes, who was crying? And we're like, oh, it was Zeke. So, yeah. I do now, Mike. Because <laughs> he's whining and crying about everything. Like, Whew! Oh, shit. I'm out. I went in there like 20 minutes. Ow! What did you do? Ow! Carpet slid down on your boy. And your boy's knee popped a little bit. She did. Oh, okay. Uh oh. Hey, I love you, bro. Ow. Oh, oh, slipped out. Yeah, slipped out. My knee was already a little funky, and then that just caused it to be a little more funky. Oh, okay. Whew. Just took a shot of tequila, and god dang him. <laughs> did hit me until that long aftertaste there. Oh, hey, Brian. Hey, guys. My mic fucking fell and knocked my beer over. Boy, is your mic on? It might have unplugged. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can still hear you, but like, but like Robert's mic is like crisper. It might be my volume. It could be. Yeah, well, it, it affected this too. So, oh no, that's the volume out or in, right? That didn't that didn't really get pulled or anything though. Better? Yes. Okay, so better. maybe it okay. maybe it did then. I think everything kind of got oh, a little bit lower probably. Yeah. That was wild. <laughs> I had to put a fucking different shirt on, man. It's like hot. It's fucking topic, dude. Yeah, well dude, so it's crazy, like living out here, when we get temperatures like down in the single digits, it's freezing. Like seven degrees, five degrees, and then like two days now, like forty, and you're like, "Oh, it's fucking warm out. Let's go for a walk." <laughs> open the house up. Fucking weather's got PMS, dude. Dude, Kansas weather has PMS. Um. All right, boys, we back. We're back. We're back. We're back from the break. We got fresh brewskis. And uh, getting right back into the finders. Uh, now, building on what Dirty Roro had said, uh, Martinez also states that on the return to the warehouse, because he had been there more than once, he saw an entire photo album of child pornographic material, some showing children on display and other photos of blood sacrifice rituals. This is fucked up, dude. So Martinez finds out through the investigation that the finders like to play games. And what they like to do is they like to respond to local newspaper ads for babysitters, tutors, nannies, etc. And they, the members of the finders, would gather intel on those families and they would watch the families. So, like, let's just say you put an ad in the paper for a nanny. They'll respond to it. They'll go work for that family and then report everything they find out about that family and their children back to the finders. And they have like hundreds of, of detailed documents about families. God damn it. Watching. Well, that's, that's where I feel um, petty comes into play because his office at that barn had graphic detailed, um, documents of this of just that in his office that's why i feel like like you guys said that you don't feel like he's the uh the game caller or whatever you guys said he was um shot caller or whatever um 
I feel like he's the game caller. I feel like he's pretty – well, no, no, no. He's like the head figure. I'm not saying that he's not like – you know, he's not swinging dick there or whatever. Right. I'm saying that I think that there's more than one of him. Yeah, for, in for different areas, different hub. Country. Like he just yeah. so happened to be the one on the eastern yeah, seaboard the, or he's, something. He's the regional manager. You know what I mean? <laughs> he's the he's but the area service manager. It's, it's more, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like it's more fucked up because I think there's more than one of him, right, to control the different areas of the country. Yeah, yeah. He's just he's just the honcho. Yeah, and and then you know they probably answer to somebody else. That's yeah, cool. yeah. The head of the CIA. We'll get into the CIA a little bit. Oh, shit. Foreshadowing. Spoiler alert. Man, spoiler alert. Martinez. Film literature, that's the term foreshadowing. Anyways, Martinez. That was a fun class, by the way, guys. I really don't want to get into this next part, but here we go. Here we go. You won't. Martinez's memo states that the evidence of. That there was evidence of international child trafficking, high tech transfers to the UK, which we had mentioned, uh, and money laundering worldwide. Fucking uh, in the UK back in the eighties. You guys got PayPal. Check out my OnlyFans. Cash at me. Oh, um, <laughs> cash at fuck. You guys got Zell. <laughs> Yeah, they're it's they're buying. It's they're yeah, buying, really not. But they're buying kids with fucking apps nowadays. Yeah, God uh, damn it, Brian! You didn't have to say it out loud. <laughs> it sounds so much worse when you say it. It's like Postmates, but for pedos. Oh, <laughs> what? This dude's over here ordering pizzas and hot dogs, and he's not here. <laughs> God. Damn it. All right. See you next week, folks. All right. <laughs> We're going to take another break. Pull ourselves together here. Oh. Okay, Brian. That's why our show is called Whiskey, Beer, and Conspiracies. You need the first two to get through the third. God damn it. You ain't wrong. <laughs> um, In this case, it's tequila, beer, and conspiracies. Tequila, beer, and conspiracies. <laughs> hey, we should change the name again to alcohol and alcohol and more alcohol. Alcohol and world, real world problems. Yeah. <laughs> I like the first uh, one better. <laughs> doesn't quite roll off the tongue. <laughs> doesn't roll off the tongue like hot dog. Uh, okay. Like, like pedo postmates? <laughs> God, it's so bad. Pedo mates. Like, I'm gonna leave. I'm just gonna go home. I'm not that, uh, that one. It's, remember when Iggy Azalea did that commercial for Postman? I like it too. I'm a chef, and she's like fucking yeah. opening. She's opening a a bag from McDonald's or something. I'm a chef too. You can be a chef. You can be a chef. <laughs> Shut up, Iggy. Take your pants off. Oh, <laughs> uh, fucking! Now they just do a Postmates ad with like. It's Kevin Spacey. (laughs) (laughs) It's fucking Joe Biden's on Postmates. (laughs) Joe Biden. They're like, there's like a body on the table, and he's like, "Hey, do you like you like kids?" And he just like puts on a face. Yeah. (laughs) Dude, full frazzle drip. (laughs) Enter coupon code um, (laughs) Epstein for twenty percent off. 
put in Epstein 20 <laughs> checkout. <laughs> God damn it. Okay. Get one uh, item free. Martin. <laughs> oh my god alright oh no okay Martinez um, evidence of money laundering worldwide have been uncovered and that the state department should be notified that was all in his memo so now the CIA gets involved so in 1993 so jumping forward a little bit the Associated Press ran an article which stated that uh, page here that the Justice Department said Friday, and this was at the time, said Friday, uh, it is investigating allegations that the CIA used a front company run by a commune to uh, in, ran a commune involved with agency employees and the CIA blocked the investigation of the group. So the CIA said that originally they had no knowledge of any kind of company that was involved with the finders. They were, they were sending CIA employees to a company um, to get basically like computer training. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Okay. So the company had members of the finders involved with it as well. So they were getting training as well. Real, real quick. We all have seen fucking a Tom Clancy movie or read a Tom Clancy book or played a Tom Clancy game. What do they refer to the CIA as typically? Spooks. No, 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 no. Like, oh. they're like, oh, yeah, we're, I work for the company. That's what they fucking refer to the CIA as, is the company. Right. The company. I work for the company. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know if necessarily they were talking about a company specifically. I think they were talking about the company, the CIA in general. But there, but there was a there was an actual company. It was called Future Enterprises. Fuck. But 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 <laughs> this nice is <laughs> swinging at this. The spokesperson said that they did send some of their employees to a company called Future Enterprises in the 1980s. Yet they did not know about any connection between the finders cult and future enterprises. Robert Terrell, uh, who was the lead investigator, who was a, uh, I'm sorry, Robert Terrell was a spokesperson at the time in the eighties for the finders. He said, bullshit. He worked for future enterprises in the eighties during the time that the CIA was also working there. And if the CIA is working with a company, I highly, highly guarantee you that they're running background checks on anybody that works there. Absolutely. Right? You can't have a CIA operative working right next to, you a know. A CIA operative? Goddamn CIA. Goddamn CIA man. operative God working next to Taj Mahal Baba, who's uh, on a watch list or something, right? Yeah. No, I, yeah, I, America pisses me off so much. I feel tired <laughs> of bullshit. You know, so they, they obviously vetted these people, so they know yeah. full well who fucking works there. So Martinez, the customs agent, stated that he sent his findings to Congress requesting an investigation into the finders and provided documents that the CIA was blocking any investigations into the finders. And according to the Washington Times, a later customs report stated that the CIA admitted to owning the finders organization as a front for a domestic commuter trading operative that, quote, went bad. Yeah. 
And the this is the thing, dude. It's it's not like it went bad. Like oh fuck, they were laundering money. You know what I mean? Something that probably yeah. could bring kept under wraps. It takes a lot of fucking time to set up an organization like this where you're trafficking kids. It's all intricate. You know how to move them to avoid law enforcement. Well, it takes a lot of time, or it takes the correct backing resource to know exactly. what you're doing. Exactly. So the so the the idea that it went bad, like that's that's such a fucking cop out. It doesn't just go bad overnight to the point where now they've got a guy that they call the game the game caller or whatever and 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 the hundreds of kids that they're transferring all over the place with all this computer equipment and data stored like fucking nobody's business. You know what I mean? Like that's it. Did, they knew exactly what was going on, but the shittiest part about it is that that's an acceptable, acceptable excuse on their part. Yeah. So let me read you. I actually have the article from um, the Washington times and this was written by Paul M. Rodriguez. Uh, and it says that the, the, the headline is CIA tied to cult accused of abuse. It says the justice department Special Task Force is investigating the CIA used a cult called Finders as a front organization to provide computer training to intelligence agents in the 1980s. A Justice Department Special Task Force investigating whether the CIA used a cult called the Finders as a front organization to provide computer training to intelligence agencies in the 1980s. The task force is also trying to determine whether the CIA, in an effort to hide any links with the finders, impeded, impeded uh, local law enforcement impeded, impeded, <laughs> uh, local law enforcement probes to the Washington area communal group for child abuse in 1987. Quote, the central question being asked is, did the CIA have any association with the group and did it try to shut down their own state and local officials' investigations of child abuse for purpose of protecting one or more of its operations? said a senior federal law enforcement official familiar with the probe. A senior CIA official yesterday denied that the agency was involved with the finders or tried to impede police probes uh, of the cult. Uh, Most days we expect our share of unusual questions, but this is one clear off the wall, a CIA spokesman told the Washington Times. Any claim that we obstructed justice in this case is nuts, spokesperson then said. Uh, In fact, he said, Reading from a prepared statement, we cooperated with law enforcement authorities when question arose in 1987. A Washington computer training company that employed Finder members said it trained CIA personnel, but the firm's president denied it was owned by the Finders. He said he was unaware of any use of training for covert activities. Uh, Lastly, current and former members of the group from Mr. Terrell's work for future enterprises was separate from the group uh, group's other activities. Current members of the finders said they do not have any interest, any interest in future enterprises and denied working for the CIA and any other intelligence organization, which is fucking bullshit. Yet they were all extremely, extremely proficient in technology when they're way further ahead of their time. Yeah. What's kind of scary, too, is that Future Enterprises company is still a company today. So it's not like a defunct company. It's still around today. What was it? Future Enterprises? Future Enterprises, yeah. It's still around today. Um, what do they what, do? Uh, traffic. Computer. traffic. <laughs> <laughs> what do they do on the surface? Uh, it's, a, it's like a computer technology company. Um, 
are they a defense contractor? Hey, fuck Ooh, that's a good I, question. I, are I they contracted? I wouldn't doubt it. Probably be one of the only ways that they'd still be absolutely relevant at this point in time. Government money, government cheese. So wonder why. That's uh, all I have really on my end, but I do want to read one more thing. Um, this was a top secret document that was released under the Freedom of Information Act. And this was a memorandum for the president at the time. It said, pursuant to your note. Who was, who was the president at the time? Uh, in 87 was Reagan, I think. I'm not sure. No, it makes sense. Was that <laughs> I, think, I think you're right. Nobody's got that. <laughs> I didn't yeah. Jamie. Jamie, go ahead and pull that up for us. Um, I had to sip my beer here. <laughs> Such a sloppy sip, dude. Yeah, it was on the rim. Head up. Yeah, sorry, there was a hot dog in the way. Uh, um, Jesus. Yeah, it was uh, Ronald Wilson Reagan. Yeah, I thought so. Okay. Yeah, he destroyed black communities. Uh, I agree. Jesus Christ. That's a different show. <laughs> uh, on the next episode of Whiskey Beer Podcast. Yeah, <laughs> it's Black History Month. Come on now. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, bullshit, bullshit, by the way. Fucking every month. No, 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 like, uh, who was it? Was it, um, was it Denzel? No, Samuel Jackson. They had asked him years ago. So, uh, you know, tell us, ask him a question about Black History Month. He goes, Are you fucking kidding me? Black History Month? He goes, That's the dumbest shit I ever heard. He's like, Black history is American history. We learn about this shit every day. I don't understand why we focus on it on a month. Like, this is fucking ridiculous. Anybody that celebrates it is stupid. I'm like, hell yeah. Well, <laughs> Samuel. Morgan Freeman is true. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're right. You're Denzel right. Washington said the same shit, too. It's, but yeah. it, I mean, it's like you got people who are like, finally, it's Black History Month. I can let my dreads down. Like, no, motherfucker. Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> <laughs> this is every day. Like we don't just learn about certain types of history during certain times of the year. Like that's ridiculous. I just want to let you know. I think your hair is really cool. Can I touch it? Can I touch your hair? No, oh, you can't. Fucking oh my god, I love dreadlocks. <laughs> I love dreadlocks. Yeah, um, fucking Morgan Freeman does it great. Do you listen to Rasta? <laughs> When he was talking um, about that, somebody asked him about Black History Month, and he's like, I wish people would stop talking about it. And the interviewer, the guy that was interviewing was a white guy, and he was like, let me ask you something. Do you have a White History Month? And he was like, no. And he's like, do you want one? And he's like, (laughs) exactly, dude. Because he's like, well, what do you want? He's like, I want you to stop referring to me as a black man, and I'm going to stop calling you a white man, and we'll just fucking move on. Just call me a man. He's like, okay, anyways, uh, Bruce Almighty is in theaters on March 23rd. <laughs> Check it out. Jim Carrey. Uh, so here's the document. This is what it says. Uh, Pursuant to your note of October 31st, 1944, I had given consideration to the organization of an intelligence service for the post-war period. In the early days of the war, when the demands upon intelligence services were mainly in and for military operations, the OSS was placed under the direction of the JCS. Once our enemies were uh, defeated, the demand will be equally pressing for information that will aid us in solving the problems of peace. This will require two things. 
that intelligence control be returned to the super, uh, supervision of the president and to the establishment of essential authority reporting directly to you with the responsibility to frame intelligence objectives and to collect and coordinate the intelligence material required by the executive branch in planning and carrying out national policy strategies. Uh, I attach in the form of a draft directive, tab A, the means by which I think this could be realized without difficulty or loss of time. You will note that coordination of the centralization are placed on the policy level, but operational intelligence that pertaining primarily to department action uh, remaining within the existing agencies. So this is this is not what um, I thought I was reading was a document given to Reagan at the time. This was a top secret document basically stating that any policy that the president makes is coordinated with the CIA, FBI, um, the intelligence community, the yeah, intelligence community at all. Yeah. So if the CIA is doing something like running a fucking front company for selling and buying kids, the president knows about it. Yeah. See, and this is the fucked up part. Because don't get me wrong, I'm sure that there's tiny, you know, small groups within the FBI and the CIA that are doing nefarious shit that nobody knows about. It happens all the time in police departments. Yeah, but it happens all the time in police departments. You got a group of guys who are robbing drug dealers and taking their money and fucking, you know what I mean? Like, fucking them over and that type of shit's going to happen. But when you're running an entire organization based on trafficking kids, like, the president probably has to know about it. You know what I mean? Which is why I think it's so important that if you look at the numbers that Trump has been arresting of fucking pedophiles, like he's, yeah, he's making a fucking dent, you know, clean the house, uh, house. And I don't know if you guys have any more that you want to say about the finders, but Basically, after all this came out, it kind of just went away. Well, here's the fucked up part, right? So when they got that memo, and uh, and it never stated in the FBI doc who sent these memos, right? It has to be the CIA, is what I'm guessing. Yeah. But so they they get they get a memo telling them to make this shit secret and seal all the documents. So in 93, the FBI went back in to look at the evidence, right? <clears throat> they, they went to Tallahassee. They said, we need all the shit you guys had because we're going to, we're going to go through it again, see if we miss anything. You know, technology's been updated. We're going to check this and that. And the police chief in Tallahassee said, Oh, we don't have any evidence. And he's like, what do you mean? We, we compiled a lot of fucking evidence. Where is it at? And he goes, Oh, well, basically they told us the investigation was over, so we returned the evidence, and whatever wasn't returned or picked up, we burned. Sweet. And he goes... Were they directed to? Well, that was the thing. So they ask him, who told you to fucking burn the evidence? Like, and and who told you to give it back? They are like, there is shit in there that is illegal. And they were like, oh, well, that's just what we were told to do. And and uh, whoever was interviewing the police chief at the time said, "Okay, what organization called you and told you to do this?" He goes, "No, nobody. There was no organization 
And he goes, well, somebody obviously is influencing you guys to do this shit. And he said, no, there was no outside influence from any other organizations. I don't have anything else to say to you. And that was that. And this was Tallahassee. This was the police chief in Tallahassee in 1993. But this is also, so, so Tallahassee, when everything got shifted over to DC and the CIA took over and they, and they, um, they, they dubbed everything confidential. Mm -hmm. Tallahassee, like, Caused a shitstorm. They were they exactly. were they were pissed. That's well. That's the but that's that's that's, that's, that's the, the weird, weird part. Yeah, that's right? the weird part that they were so mad and there was such an uproar from because the Tallahassee, they, Tallahassee they police department. This is our fucking break right here. Yeah, and then now the police chief's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Was it a new police chief or was it the I same it one? No, it wasn't the same police chief. It wasn't the same police. Chief. Yeah, that's just, well. That's, I, I kind of wonder if if it was Rick Huffman, the lead investigator, that said, "Oh yeah, by the way, there's nothing to see here." There's no abuse of kids. Don't worry about it. I uh, I can't believe I didn't see that. I would have I would have started looking. I'm gonna actually look into that. I'm gonna look into see why that police chief. Well, either how did he resign? Did he lose? Um, did he like what? Do police chiefs get elected? No. How does that work? Police chiefs, do they get promoted? Do they, they get, get they get appointed? Sheriffs appointed get elected, by their peers. Yeah. Sheriffs so get elected. I want to know why this. What happened to the old police chief? How many were there since this new police chief came to be? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and who appointed this guy? How did this guy get appointed? And why? Obviously, he had some sort of. If if this is all true, if this is a huge CIA operative cover up type deal, this guy has something to do with the CIA, Absolutely. and they put him in place. Yeah. And they was, told him to piece. burn all that evidence for sure. And I just, I'm, I'm curious to see what happened and. Uh, to the old police chief. Yeah. Well, Cause I, when I read that, I said, what the fuck? They, cause I mean, he could have just said, we don't have it. You know what I mean? Like that shit went into cold storage. I don't know where to find yeah. it, but they returned it or they burned it. Like right. that doesn't make any fucking sense to me. The whole, the whole story is just, is just crazy. Yeah. If you, if you it's, look it up just from just reading about it, from start to finish, like two guys, it just starts with two guys with six kids. Yeah. And it turns into these guys finding everything from uh, people holding up severed heads of goats to little kids making them cry. And they find all this stuff. Child Cold, hard fucking evidence that they're sacrificing animals in front of these kids. They're having sex with kids. They're trafficking kids. Yeah. All this hard evidence in the CIA comes in. Oh, it's all confidential, yeah. and everything shuts down, and it's gone, Top and secret. nobody gets punished for Top it. Secret. Well, it's such a strange subject. This is it, such a strange. This is such a strange situation. This is probably probably the most strange situation we've covered. It's beyond strange. I think it, I don't know how you feel about it, Brian, but I think this is way more nefarious, way more strange than the Franklin cover up. Absolutely, but it also happened in parallel with the Franklin cover up. I I think it had, I think it had everything to do with the Franklin cover up. I think that they were fucking lockstep with the cover up. I think it had, it it happened, it was intertangling with each other. Yeah, and it also, also with the PizzaGate thing too, with the uh, the comet. What was it? The comet ping pong. Yeah, comet Comet ping ping pong pong place. Yeah, so it it was only three miles away. I looked at my notes. It was three miles away from their from their location from from the Finders headquarters. Which well, is really, really, really fucking coincidental. So, so let me and let me tie this in as well. I, I agree with everything that you just said. Now, do you guys remember what 
not necessarily kicked off the Franklin cover-up, but the big case of the child that went missing that led from that case into the Franklin cover-up. Johnny, Johnny, it was Johnny Gosh. Yeah. Johnny Gosh went missing in 1982. Mm-hmm. So this was five years prior to the finders. Johnny Gosh, Johnny, Johnny Gosh is from West Des Moines, Iowa. Yeah. Okay. So five years prior to the finders, Johnny Gosh goes missing. In the Midwest. In the Midwest. Then you have the finders kick off. And then the Franklin cover-ups right around the same time. And if you read the story about Johnny Gosh, which I would imagine we're going to do an episode on him alone, there was so much cover-up within the police department itself. Yeah, exactly. It's like, but 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 again, it's not. I don't think the Tallahassee the Tallahassee police that initially investigated this were part of it. No, 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 absolutely not. Because they wouldn't have gone out of their way to contact the DOJ, to contact U.S. Customs, to contact the FBI, the Washington D.C. field office for the FBI, or the Metro PD in in, in D.C. Yeah, you, you know what I mean. You, you had a you had a legitimate local police department that swore to defend the constitution and they were, these are all, these are all normal people and they just so happened to call it in and this fucked up network of people, you know, so fuck these guys. I'm surprised nobody got killed. Maybe that police, old police chief got killed because he was, he wouldn't let it go. They they could have paid him off. They could have fucking threatened him, whatever. Yeah. This is also the same network of people. If you read more into it too, there's a whole lot of, um, like including the Comet Ping Pong place, there were people calling and making fucking threats, and mm-hmm. this is this is a, a, a network of people that made a, that called and made a lot of threats, um, yeah. and made a lot of people lives hell, yeah, just and, by and, and, threatening and, them and calling them and th- sending them hate mail. Exactly. Eventually, we'll do a PizzaGate episode. Um, it's really probably, not much to it though. Be something it's there's not, but. The more you get into like the emails and shit that I leak, it's probably something that we wouldn't be able to post on YouTube because they're fucking. We'll get shadow yeah, banned. Pull us down for sure. We'll probably but... get shadow banned off YouTube, guys. Just a heads up. <laughs> but uh, I'm sure our YouTube page isn't going to last very long. But uh, just to connect the finders with the Franklin cover up even more, is we already know that the police were uh, corrupt in the Franklin cover up. Um, Johnny Gosh was in DC along with a bunch of other kids who were getting shipped around left and right. Hmm. Um, they dealt with politicians. They dealt with uh, vice presidents. They dealt with future presidents. Um, so the finders, I think, were operating even at the time that Johnny Gosh went missing. And who's to say that Johnny Gosh you know, wasn't a victim of the finders by way of the Franklin cover-up? Did yeah, anybody? Because, did, did any of you guys read that the Finders were even originated even before World War II? Yeah, originally they were supposed to be um, like emergency responders, basically helping people. They, you, they were supposed to help people, right? Um, and obviously, but my but but <laughs> he helps people. But but here's my here's my wait. take on that: is that that was probably a separate group. Of people who are like, hey, we're going to be the finders. We're going to help fucking search out people that right. went missing during the war. Right. And then another group later on decided, you know what I mean? Like decided, hey, we're the finders and now we're taking kids. Or it's the same group and they're just finding kids instead of could, could be. POWs. Yeah. And 
and I mean, just, they so, could still be connected, you know, yeah, uh, a hidden network of CIA operatives back in World War II finding these people. Yeah, and well, they could have just. You, Brian, you mentioned the OSS and mm-hmm. that last bit you read. And we all know OSS was the predecessor to the CIA. Mm-hmm. So really, who who knows? Especially during World War II, you know, families in Europe displaced, kids missing. Um, you know, there's plenty of of, of uh, Romney kids, Jewish kids. Um, you know, that their parents were wiped. Their whole families were wiped out. Yeah. What happened to those kids? You know. Yeah. Mm, strange. Uh, it, to tie it in. Again, to the Franklin cover-up, if I'm not mistaken, uh, I believe I, – I can't I can't specifically name if it was Troy Bonner or if it was uh, the other key witness from the Franklin cover-up that he said, I helped kidnap Johnny Gosh. Yeah, it was, I think I, that was Bonner. I think it was Troy Bonner. I, I'm yeah. fairly certain it was – him that said, yeah, I helped kidnap Johnny Gosh. And, and he's the one that, that basically said he's got a scar here. This is, you know, basically was describing what his body looked like. And it was things that only his mom or dad would know, which I, I, I have a feeling that, cause let's not forget the finders and in, in that description of how they would acquire kids was buying kids and I have a really strong feeling just by the, the, the things that Johnny Gosh's dad did. Um, and, and I'll, I'll, I'll kind of expand into that, but I have a strong feeling that his dad had something to do with him going missing. I do. The reason, the reason I say that, this is the only reason I say that is that the reason his mom and dad got divorced wasn't because he went missing. It was because his mom went down to speak to uh, whoever was investigating his, his disappearance. And when she got there, he goes, Oh, Hey, it's nice to see you again. It was her first visit there. And Hmm. and she goes, "Uh, what do you mean? And he's like, well, you were here with your husband. And she's like, no, I've never been here. I've never come here with a side chick though. So she, you know, kind of digs into what he means by this. And she, and he tells her like, no, your husband and you were here on this day. You introduced yourself as, as uh, Mrs. Gosh and your husband introduced himself. And she's like, no, I've never been here with my husband. I've never come here. He didn't even tell me he was here. And he went, Oh shit. So he, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So he went, what the fuck? And then he's like, Oh my God, it wasn't you. You know what I mean? So, and then she approached him and was like, who the fuck did you take to the investigator? And he was like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. You know, and so it's confidential. Yeah. So there's a lot of shit that his dad did that makes me think he was involved. And I mean, we'll probably dig into it more in that case. But if he had some financial troubles and he was a big enough dirtbag, you know, to take a fat sum of cash to give up his fucking youngest boy, then. Yeah. Plus, he got a phone call. The night of the disappearance. Yeah. And he and, talked to and, that person. Yeah. For a well, he, while. Was, he was supposed to get up with Johnny and do his paper out. And his older brother, Johnny's older brother, um, he was getting up to go to his job. He had a job at the time. And uh, he asked Johnny, like, hey, do you, do you want me to go with you? I know dad usually goes with you. Want me to go with you? And he said, no, it's okay. I'm going to do it by myself it's not a big deal i'm gonna take my dog and 
his dad, you know, overslept or just didn't make it out for some reason. Mm -hmm. So like, there's just uh, too many weird coincidences and it would make sense that this group who's run by a government agency who basically has endless funds. And next thing you know, your fucking boy's missing, you know, and you're paid, you're good. I don't know. So for next time, getting off the fence, um, about the finders, I would have to say, yeah, you want to call it a cult, that's fine. But you also have to include in that that it's 100% a fucking organization of a child pedophile ring. There, I, there's there's too much evidence to suggest that it is that to, to deem. <clears throat> yeah, if, yeah, ask, yeah, since if, if you want to, if you want to actually see the articles and what we're reading, send us, send us a message and we'll send you what we're reading. There is over evidence that this is a well, the, child the, pedophilia trafficking ring. The FBI has a published document. It's redacted to fucking back, but it's it's published on their website. You can go to the FBI vault and you can look up the, the document yourself and it's there. It's published by a government agency. So this isn't bullshit. This is, you can make the argument that Pizzagate wasn't real or whatever. That's that. Yeah. There is an argument there. There is no argument to suggest that this is not real. The finders is a real group. I, I believe that they're currently working. So I think, Oh yeah. Yeah. They're still operating. Yeah, today. I think that's our biggest off the fence is are the, are the finders still active today? Yeah, absolutely. 100%. 100% they're still active. Of course they might've maybe rebranded. You know what I mean? Finders 2.0 to finders 2.0. And, but now, I mean, they were, they were way ahead of the time when it came to technology in 1987, imagine the type of shit that they're doing right now. Yeah, absolutely. And like you said earlier, Brian, you could fucking order kids with an app. I, and then the dark web on top of that. Oh yeah. Jesus yeah. fuck, man. Hey, don't break I actually, I, I read a, I read a short article just before I came over here saying that, um, that even today that, it was like from like 2013 shit. I think it was 2013 that um, uh, an FBI representative said that there's people that um, that used to be with the finders are working with the CIA now. God, hmm. of course they are. It's because they were so they were so um, they were so ahead of their time. Like they were just. Um, it was from like it was there's a quote from a CIA as far operative. As the technology goes. Yeah. Um, I read a quote from a CIA operative. It was like from like 94. Uh, he said, um, these guys, all these guys are, is they're just, you know, normal guys with no jobs and they're extremely adequate at, at technology. And that's the excuse he used. Crazy. Like they're not involved with us. They're just really good at technology. They're but just nerds. But that's, that's the fucked up part too. Right. So you got guys like Snowden who are like, who are whizzes with this shit. And they recognize that something fucked up is going on. Yeah. And they, and they can't help but, you know, to, to break word to everybody. But then you have people who are literally seeing everything taking place in front of them and they're like, meh, whatever. Well, and this is the thing, and this is the last thing I want to say about it. But if to our listeners out there, if you haven't noticed that every child pedophilia ring that has been uncovered in, in just in the United States, I don't know about worldwide. That we know of the big ones, right? 
You got the Franklin cover-up. You got the Finders. You got the disappearance of Johnny Gosh. You got Pizzagate. All of it swept under the rug. Jeffrey Epstein. All of it. It's gone. Yeah. It surfaces. It gets exposed. Swept under the rug. Fucking take a look over what's happening in China right now. Yeah. But it's like I've never heard of a, of a pedophile ring that's been uncovered where the ending of the story is everybody was arrested and sent to jail for the rest of their lives. Yeah, there's no fucking happy ending with any of there's, Yeah, no, there's it's, no, it's, oh, it's going on over here. Oh, by the way, Jeffrey Epstein's dead. Oh, smoke screen, yeah, yeah, smoke Jeffrey screen, smoke screen. Dead. Something no, else happens. But, like, Think honestly, about the it is Jeseline Maxwell? Oh, she, yeah. She is the next in line when it comes to the whole Epstein scandal. And she ran off. She's off the grid. Saw her in In and Out in fucking L.A. And then ghost after that. She's in fucking Bulgaria or some shit. You know what I mean? But that just she's in a bunker in fucking Austria. That just furthers our our belief that we know what's going on. Yeah, but they they're just like nap nap. Sorry. Yeah, we 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 kind of went over that though because Maxwell, she was like you said, she was number two. She She was right there. She was his finder. And then she could have very well been the game. Yeah, the the fucking and but she was she was bouncing around last the last time we talked about it. She was bouncing around uh, what Europe area? Yeah, in in Europe. But that's and but nobody's. There's no effort. There's no effort to try and fucking track her down and question her and fucking indict her or whatever. And and just to reiterate to our listeners, that's because all that all the Clintons did was just find somebody else to be Epstein, and Maxwell still funneling these people to the new Epstein. That's is a great point. And just to I'm sorry, what? <laughs> reiterate to all of our listeners out there, like we're not blowing this out of proportion because to my knowledge, the still the current statistic of children going missing in the United States is 800,000 kids every year. That's and a lot of fucking year. kids. The reason the FBI doesn't keep track is for that reason alone is that the number is so big that people would be like, what the fuck is going on? And those are probably just only the recorded ones. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Those are just actual legitimate recorded ones. Yeah, or or what about the kids that are born in, you know, a a type of captivity like the finders who don't know about even a fucking light bulb? Yeah. And they go missing. Yeah, or even like, you know, somewhere in Africa or something, like where they have these networks. Yeah. Fuck. Man. There's no place for those people in like a village in fucking, you know, South Africa or fucking deep in the jungles of Chile or something. Fucking yeah. Well, I mean, John of God, baby farm. <laughs> baby yeah. farm, yeah. This is why I no longer get upset when my Wi Fi gets spotty. Because I go, I oh, wait. I, I get well, pretty I, pissed. I, I, I do too. But I'm like, I'm trying, I'm trying to play the division. Come I'm on. I'm like, wait. <laughs> There's fucking baby farms out there. Yeah. God. No, it's yeah. it's fucked up. It's super fucked up, and it's all connected. And I don't think like there's not a couple of warring factions yeah. of child traffickers. It's all the fucking same thing. I've uh, I've talked to a lot of people the last two weeks or so. I've actually I was just talking to one of my buddies right now. My buddy Cameron. He's like, Hey, what do you what do you what are you talking about? Right, just five minutes ago. Shout out Cam. Shout out Cam. What's up, buddy? Um, and, uh, I told him, I was like, Hey, and I sent him on Spotify just now, send him a link. He just screenshot it. He's going to listen to it. So hopefully we can upload this episode, but I've been talking to probably like four or five people the last two weeks. Like they seem pretty kind of closed about what's going on in the world, but 
they're going to listen to this and they'll be like, whoa, what the fuck? And they're going like, to think about that shit. But it's a real thing. Like it's, you need it's to do, real. do some research. Like it's like this whatever you, that, whatever you read on fucking you, yeah. the news you get on KUSI <laughs> or something. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's not the same. Go to go on CNN. It's not yeah. going to be the same. Like you have to do your own research on your own subject. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite newspapers of all time. That I was telling Dirty Row this uh, earlier. Epoch Times. Shout out Epoch Times. Um, they definitely take the angle that we take on all their research, mm-hmm. and it's not like just spoon fed bullshit. Um, there have been plenty of articles where I'm like, oh, this is definitely popping off. And then they'll do their investigative journalism. And then you're like, oh, okay, they're right. You know, maybe this is bullshit, you know, very unbiased, very fucking open-minded. And it's always, not always, but they have a lot of shit about this. A lot of the research I did was from an article from the Epoch Times. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they're not paying us for this, but you can subscribe <laughs> to it. My father-in-law has a, has a, um, subscription to their newspaper and that trickles down to me when he's done reading them, but a lot of good shit. And, but like Rose said, fucking multiple news sources. Don't just roll with CNN because that's what your mom watches. Yeah. And, and not your mom's probably an idiot. (laughs) Multiple news sources and not like the Huffington post and vice. Yeah. Don't, don't don't believe anything Vice says. Hey, I'm not gonna lie though. I I do thoroughly enjoy some of the stuff that they post on HBO. Oh no, Vice. Oh no, they're they're investigative. Like, they're, yeah, 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 yeah. That shit's cool, you know. But when they're like like the only thing you can really trust from Vice, their network is like a weed review. <laughs> I do it. I do like a lot of their HBO stuff. Like that's kind of how I started kind of getting into like. That's how oh, shit. used to be real world issues. Like their first like season, two yeah. seasons or something. They were talking about real world issues. Yeah. That, and that shit's on a different. Level and then I met fucking this guy. Also. I met Brian over here and now I'm fucking in the, I have, I, I stay keeping fucking tinfoil in my closet. <laughs> That's it, baby. Tinfoil suit. <laughs> <laughs> now no, people, hey. now some people think I'm crazy. Yeah. People like <laughs> Hey, so, I have a I have a buddy that I've known for a while that you you'll get along with. I'm gonna send him our podcast because he's a super flat earther as well. And um, if we can try to get him on Squadcast or something, I'm sure he'd have a oh, blast. We'll, we'll invite him over for the for the. Well, he lives in episode. Texas, so oh. <laughs> oh, that's a flight. I'll talk to him. I'll see. I'll see oh, if we'll he can talk get to on the production company and see if we can fly him in. Shit. <laughs> um. So that's it. I think for this episode of the Finders, um, it's kind of a long one, but fuck it. Um, that's what she said. I, I, I get <laughs> what the Finders. Don't say it. Don't say it. Oh. Postmates. <laughs> Pedo Postmates. This uh, episode is <laughs> brought to you by Pedo Postmates. Um. Well, so <laughs> I it has it. I just on his end in Kansas. He's closer to Washington <laughs> D.C. guys. <laughs> Uh, I, I think that we're definitely going to be doing an episode like we had stated on Pizzagate and Johnny Gosh's disappearance. Um, I, I, I want to I want to say that there is some things that I think that uh, this show moving forward we're going to be able to accomplish. You know, a YouTube channel, so you guys are going to be able to see what we're doing and when we're recording, um, sitting and staring at a screen for two. Yeah, minutes. pretty much. Um, but. Uh, uh, I, I, also, I don't think I've ever said this on air before, but I, I am writing a book right now 
and hopefully I'm done with it this year. It's going to be self-published on Amazon. And basically it's a, it's a collaboration of episodes that we have done and will do in the future in like a short synopsis, like chapter wise, um, to basically break down the episode that we know for sure are true. Like chapter one is the Franklin cover up. Uh, I'm, I'm actually reading, um, the Franklin cover up right now that was written by, um, the prosecutor. Oh crap. I can't think of his name right now. Um, oh, you do you fucked up already. Already. But uh, hopefully that'll be, that'll be out <laughs> this year. Uh, t-shirts are coming back this year. Um, all these episodes will be released. Um, I don't know what the fuck we got to do to get on iTunes, man. But they they hate what fuck we it. talk about. Did they so deny us again? I, I haven't looked, but I haven't gotten. Dude, I've actually I've talked to a lot of people, and they have like Spotify and shit like that. So it, it, I mean, it doesn't necessarily matter if we get onto iTunes, but I mean, it's it's it, that's a large platform. It's a huge platform. But we're on. There's a lot of people who are now going like who are doing deals with exclusively Spotify. So yeah, a lot of people have Spotify. Yeah. So I'm not going to say like, uh, you brought, I'm not sure if you listened to it, but uh, Brian, I think you, you have at least listened to the last podcast on the left. Yeah. Uh, as of Friday, they're exclusively with Spotify now. Oh, wow. Okay. And that's it. You know what I mean? So it's not like we're fucking, done if we don't get on iTunes. It sucks, but no, it's, it'll be I. It's more of just exposure because exactly. it's a platform. huge it's a huge platform, but everyone with an iPhone also can download Spotify. So well shit shout out to Goro from those conspiracy guys. He told basically YouTube to go fuck themselves. He's not Yeah, exactly. And I and but I so I think um maybe there's something we'll talk about off off air, but I think Going forward, maybe the episodes we record, we'll put on a Discord or uh, BitChute yeah. or YouTube and uh, go from there. Yeah, so a lot of we'll, things are coming in the future for the show. Yeah, we'll we'll finger it out. You know, we'll finger it out really we'll good. We'll finger it out like uh, Peter Postmates. Um, well, Peter, speaking of... I'm gonna no, fucking... no, no, I'll wait for that. That's a bad time to inject what I was going to say. So ah. Let's forget about that. Inject that, huh? Okay. God damn it. <laughs> Brian, uh, I, was, I had a thought, and then Brian said pedo Postmates, and I had to abort it real quick. <laughs> hey, abort it. Okay. Um, pro-life. Pro, pro, pro-life. Okay, uh, I think that's uh, it for this episode, guys. Um, signing off for this one, Big Country. Dirty Roro. And boy. For Whiskey. Not Chris. Conspiracy podcast. Not Chris. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Hopefully you guys can see. Did you say Valentine's Day like a two year old? (laughs) Valentine's Time. Just like you grabbed something. Oh listen, dude, I don't we don't celebrate pagan holidays in my household. I'll call whatever I want. Bullshit. You got your wife some flowers. I did not. I got her a card. And I got our tickets to Dancing with the Stars that are out here next month. You still celebrated oh, it. That's hella gay. All right, cool. That's well, hella gay. But you celebrated. Hey, so we're working on visiting out there. Yeah, hopefully um, you guys get to make it out here. And I'm thinking, you know, whenever you guys can make it out here, we might do an episode to have we somebody. Tight. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, if you guys come in spring, it's, you know, Fucking tornado season, but yeah, come on out. Fuck it, whatever, dude. Whatever. I'm down. Does your apartment have a basement? 
He's got a bathtub, though. <laughs> We're, there's going to be four of us sharing a bathtub. Yeah. With a fucking full mattress over us. Knee, you know head, head between your knees. Yeah. Guys, this is a bad time, but I really got to pee. <laughs> Everyone out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just got to drain the tub, make sure the plug's out. Hey, uh, but All right, guys. That's it. Signing off. We'll see you guys. Yeah. Bye. Well, back at it again, boys. Let your mind peel away the mysteries of the world. That's right. I'm talking deep. Frazzle drift deep. This is Whiskey, Beer, and Conspiracies Podcast. Oh, by the way, my balls is hot. 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 My balls is hot.